0: Phoenix Down
1: Radio is on the air. Welcome, everybody, to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 129. I am your host, Klaus Nightbringer, and joining me today we have Tyre- Talis Marvelous. Tell us what's going on, buddy.
2: Uh, not much. Uh, as per usual, I bought a car since the last show, and of this one didn't did. catch on fire.
1: We have Sarah Timono. What's going on, man?
2: Homework club. Homework club.
0: (laughs) Always homework
1: club! I I suppose it is that time of year now. School is starting for people, so you're super busy with that, huh?
0: Also, it has to be a virtual program, and some of the librarians are not very tech-savvy.
1: And as you can see all the way over there, we have Fusion X from Gamer Escape and Aetherite Radio
3: Fusion. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, I, you know, it was it was hard trying to trying to make room with all the Avengers I've been playing, but you know. <laughs> this is a, this is a special episode, so I'm like I think we can we can figure this out.
1: It is a special episode. In fact, uh today it has been Mark's 5 years since Phoenix on Radio started podcasting. That's a number I didn't think I'd say.
3: You're old.
1: Well, we're not uh, at 11 years since
0: start going to preschool. <laughs>
1: yeah this coming from the guy whose podcast has been going for 11 years now they just celebrated uh two weeks ago uh
3: yeah something like that yeah
0: oh your podcast is about at the developmental stage where it's going to be an asshole to everyone so adorable
3: <laughs> i mean we did we did have an era from lbr kind of help start the show up when it when it first aired so i mean we have the <laughs> dna for it <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much for oh, joining us. You got
0: your teenage angst tears out of the way early. Well done.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, Fusion has been a, a guest on the show a couple of times. You were um, you were an early on guest as well. Oh, in, yeah. In, within our first year, I think we had you join us. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> I think it was shortly before our, our first year. Uh, we were. I think we talked about um, the uh, uh, Palace of the Dead
3: that's that is, that is entirely possible
1: because that's about that time frame so it was just crazy. i mean let's
0: be honest this was in the before times
3: the all before time. of such,
0: yeah all memory of such is now clouded in a haze
3: sometimes, i can't even remember my own podcast episodes i can't be expected to remember everybody else's
2: that i've been on. sometimes i that's look fair. at it
0: and i see a silhouette that might have been fusion but it's like dark against this brightness you might have been like the guest host of light or something i don't know is that how that works well Uh, maybe cool we're going with it
1: all right fine (laughs) being it's a a special episode we have some special things planned today um for those of you joining us live here at twitch.tv slash phoenix down radio we invite you to join in and uh, be a part of our uh game show we've uh, set up a couple of quizzes um on general final fantasy knowledge and we want to pit uh two players up against each other and, and test your knowledge uh, just jump into our discord server and uh when we get to that point and uh let us know you want to play um and if you win you're gonna get you're you're gonna get a carbuncle uh, mount um but you're not gonna go away empty-handed um even if you don't win you will still get an emote so and and we
0: I had some great ideas for questions, but Klaus was all, "No, sir, they have to be
2: answerable
0: by people."
2: So fucking yeah, I know, me too. Up. I was like, "Let's talk about classic literature and specific cantos in Dan- in Dante's Divine Comedy." And Klaus was like, "Well, sir, real questions for humans." It's like, oh, dude,
3: I- IBM's Watson is gonna look so good on that Carby mount, though. That's true. Or or Ken oh. Jennings.
0: <laughs> what about Ken Jennings? Like, we need a two-person carving mount. Is it Ken Jennings in front and uh, Watson behind, or vice versa? Or how like, about we get?
1: Let's get an IBM Watson mount that Ken Jennings can ride.
2: Uh, hmm.
0: no, I'm not. Fan artists, get on it. Ken Jennings mount that Watson can ride.
2: Well, we know where Sarah's at for the night. I guess I'm so still waiting
3: right. for my. I'm still waiting for my Mary Poppins umbrella promised <laughs> uh, at the German uh, fan fest a few years but back. See, Sarah, that's how Skynet started.
0: Gonna start sometime. Might as well be funny. I,
3: I think you remember Terminator quite differently than how <laughs> it actually happened.
0: Do, the videotape box said it was Terminator, and who am I to argue with something written on a videotape box?
3: But when the music goes, tickle, bar, bar, you, you the to videotape box said. Anyway, moving on. I'm question. Any kind of Ken Jennings writing IBM's Watson <laughs> when you start adding that music into it, I don't.
2: We are like three minutes into the episode and completely off the rails. I'm so excited! Yeah, they, they, <laughs> we know it's gonna be a good one. Um know it's gonna be good. For those of you listening Fuck on the up, pod- y'all. for those of you listening
1: on the podcast, we are gonna have a giveaway there as well. Um, you can either tweet at us at Radio, or you can send us an email at podcast at PhoenixDNRadio.com with a favorite Final Fantasy memory. We're gonna pick our favorite three. And uh, you're going to have your choice of one of three different mounts. We have an SDS Fenrir, a Red Hair, and a Fat Cat to give away. So, those of you listening on the podcast, you guys aren't left out either. So, we want to make sure to hear from you guys and uh, see what some of your favorite uh, memories of Final Fantasy. It doesn't have to be 14, uh, but just some of your favorite Final Fantasy memories. Share those with us. Like, maybe your first time that you unwrapped your Nintendo and you had uh, Final Fantasy waiting for you to play on the NES. So... If you're old like me and Ser and, and Talos and Fusion. And...
2: I mean, yeah. I was four when I played Final Fantasy for the first time, so...
1: <laughs> well, you you still remember it.
2: Like, I'm old enough for 31 that, but years later. Per-
0: I didn't get to start until the SNES. Mm. And it was actually because I played Super Mario RPG, and then I was like, oh, this is by the same company. I guess that's probably good.
2: That would be an oh. interesting through-line to play, like, Super Mario RPG, and then, like, legend of secret of mana and then chrono trigger and then find like final fantasy 4 so, <laughs> I,
0: I knew a guy several years back where the only final fantasy he had played from like the series which was up to i want to say 12 or 13 at that point the only one he had played was 5 as a translated rom wow and it's like how do you get to the translated rom of 5 and miss every other one how does that even
2: happen I- Oh, uh, he started with 10, and, like, that's her baseline that she judges all the other games to, and I'm like, no, no, you can't <laughs> that do that, it. it doesn't work that way.
0: That one I can at least see happen, <laughs> like, it was a mainline one that was, like, the first one on, on the PS2, was it? Yeah. Like, I can see, okay, that's how you get to that as your first one. I don't see how you get to a thing where you're playing translated ROMs, and you haven't touched any of the other Final Fantasies and you never do after that.
3: I mean, I've actually been playing through a, a translated uh, version of five lately, too. So well, I it's, it's entirely possible that but
1: the version that he got turned him off of the game completely.
0: Yeah, he said it was all right. Like he didn't hate it. He just never followed up with any of the others. And, and it's like, how do you even end up there without touching any of the other Final do
2: We get to the point where you say, this is a thing I would like to try. Especially coming into a job based game. Like, if you do that, and then you see the commercials for 7 when PS1 was launching, and then go, I'm going to play that, and you get in, you'd be like, what do you mean there's no jobs jumping? What do you mean? No, he didn't even...
0: This wasn't even he played one of the other ones, and then was like, nah, that's not for me. He never played any of the others.
1: Has he still not played any of the others?
0: I don't know at this point.
1: Officially lost. All right.
0: That's (laughs) crazy. It's like, the super niche thing! Like deep down into the depths while managing to avoid bouncing off anything else on the walls of that
2: ravine. At this point, he just wins a medal, I mean. At this point, he just wins a medal for managing that because it's weird.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: So what have you guys anyway. been
1: up to the, since the last episode? Let's start with Fusion. Well, we, we don't have to ask what you've been up okay. to since the oh last God. episode because, well, that would have been, <laughs> oh, at least two and a half years ago, and I'm sure that's just going to take way too long to go through Has everything. Has it been that long? I would bet it's been at least that long since your last uh, time you joined us. I'd have to go time back and look. Time was weird
0: even wow. before this, and now it's like extra Yeah, wow. We
1: actually haven't had a lot of guests the last year or so. I feel like we should do something about that. And, and well, we always say that, don't we? <laughs> I mean, I could start harassing Moose. And Rockle. We, Rockle's we, entertaining. We do need to have another lore episode. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: us
1: anyway. do it. Fusion, we're stealing Moose for a while. He'll be back sometime.
3: Can, can we get our lore episode done first? <laughs> I thought no. you guys had your lore episode this weekend. They were going We were supposed to. to do it last weekend, and then, with without divulging too much personal uh, information, Two people on our on our on our host list suffered similar injuries. Oh no! Which is super weird. Oh. Uh But yeah, IRL. So uh, I at some think, point we'll we'll get to it. Gotcha. I think this
0: time around your like refrigerator was running, but it wasn't.
3: Yeah. yeah. No. My my, my my we had to toss up uh, toss out all the uh, the food in our fridge uh, today. So uh, God, and, when and was today was the, the floor episode floor. where like our our second like our backup host was she was out so. Yeah, it's been a it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. (laughs) You know, I'm trying. Next week we'll do a a show. When was that
1: episode when we had Moose and uh, Ethis on with us? I know it was. Uh, Oh, that
3: was when we
0: were talking. That was sometime during uh, 3.0 because we talked about the history of the Fifth Astral Era because it was. Oh yes. Because it was when uh, Luna ran into Moose uh, doing one of the Shadows of Mock raid lines, and he did not notice her. And so as recompense, we were talking about the entire history of Mok and the Fifth Astral Era.
1: Ah, uh, yes, that's right.
0: Good times.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have to do something about uh, the first then, I guess, huh?
0: We can go in a lot of
1: entertaining directions. Oh, I'm sure there's many things. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to what we were kind of talking about before Fusion. Other than your, your refrigerator uh, deciding to explode and uh, having uh, hosts uh, not be able to do your show, how have you been the last few weeks? We've let's,
3: let's been doing good. Uh, i been keeping super busy. Uh, Gamerscape, we've been working on uh, a wiki for uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, for the last, uh, actually, I think we actually technically launched it uh, last year after E3. Um, we've been working on that. We just had our 11-year uh, anniversary episode of a Radio. Radio. Uh, we announced that we're going to be doing uh, a D&D campaign based on the first. Yeah, I heard about uh, that. So there's there's lots of stuff going on behind the scenes. So <laughs> that's
1: crazy. Yeah, I, I suppose uh, with everything going on, um, you guys have been super busy over at Gamer Escape
3: yeah and there's I mean there's even some stuff working on that we're not really talking about yet too. so there's there's a lot of wheels moving. Um, so yeah, never never a boring or or dull moment over there right now. So. yeah,
1: when you've got a bunch of uh, games that you're getting ready to review, yeah, I understand all that fun
3: stuff. Uh, I mean, it's it's fun sometimes. Sometimes it's it's not as as fun as you might think. But we could talk about that uh, a little later because we'll be talking about Crystal Chronicles. That that is definitely true. Um, <laughs> it's just
1: we haven't gotten to talk about that since Chili left the show. So you know, because Chili was also oh. doing a bunch of uh, um, game right. reviews for uh, PlayStation uh, Universe. Yep. So go check them out too. But uh, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, yeah, good to be here, Sarah. What have you been up to? Oh... <sighs>
0: So besides all uh, various library programs that quite frankly sucked most of the oxygen out of the room, uh, I have been wandering around on Machinists doing all the side quests that I never got around to as a wandering gunslinger. It feels like it's kind of style appropriate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I- I'm going around finding out weird stuff about pixies. I just found out about the connection between pixies and beavers and I am unsettled all over again. Why do they never follow up um, on that? Crazy. That feels important.
3: <laughs> maybe maybe you just discovered you the, the whole plot for 6.0. Maybe that's it.
0: No, the plot for <laughs> 6.0 is that we're going to Charlayan and wiping out the Studium because of War Crimes Loaf. G-mo. I mean, that's
3: what you thought. I mean, it could have been Garlemald. It could have been New World. Now we're going to find out what's really going on with the Beavers and the Pixies.
0: Maybe the Beavers will help us get rid of War Crime Loaf. I can see it all coming together now. You have so many
2: scars from that fucking loaf, dude.
1: Show us on no. the doll where the where the war crime loaf touched you.
0: You do not want me to answer that question. I've got the doll right here.
1: <laughs> Show me on the doll. Fourteen minutes
0: and... <laughs> uh, uh. But a bit of that, a bit of company crafting, uh, more stuff with submersibles, uh, found plum paper parasols and it turns out that a couple of my friends really like purple so i've been getting them plum paper parasols as well
1: very uh, nice i can actually
0: like show off one of those can't i
1: yeah you can yeah they
0: added uh paper parasols with the most recent patch and one of them comes from submersible stuff oh that's cool that ah. is really cool dude hmm. yep there's also a red one that uh goes really well with the dollar mud red i like for everything and there's a gold one that you can buy at the gold saucer that I don't know what it goes with for me, but maybe some other people will like that color scheme I think it's the
1: only one that I have because I have way too much MGP.
0: There
1: we go. It's not a
0: bad color.
1: No. I'm at 9.2 million now. It's a little bit. That's Right.
0: You should find things to spend it on.
1: I've bought everything.
3: Hmm. You You should...
0: I wish I could do, donate. Do, it. You know,
3: get get your retainers all nice and fancy with uh, with some gear. All right, what if you
0: like lay down an entire floor of MGP. Pour some sealant
1: over it. Do, do the whole uh, epoxy yeah. MGP floor down here. I think yeah, we could do exactly. we could do that floor. We could do the it upper totally floor better
3: than the actual floors that they have available for the MGP. Uh, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: But no, good to hear, Sarah. Um Talis, how about you? You're, you're uh people who checked remember last week's last episode will see that his room lo- where he's at looks a little different
2: so uh <laughs> it's uh it's been two weeks since you've all heard from me which means i've moved zip codes and i own another car and i have two jobs since the last time you guys heard from me seems about right
1: yeah yeah you're uh, you're, you're behind you're, it's a slow week
2: huh? i know i should be at like four jobs and two cars but uh <laughs> here we are um, so I actually moved back to Bannon's house. Uh, Shout-outs to Bannon uh, from Hyperion. Awesome dude. He's been helping out with Submersibles uh, with Unity for the last, like, four years. Nice. Uh, he literally sat and watched me play through, like, most of Heaven's Word, and he was just, like, keep asking questions. And I said, dude, either play this game yourself or don't. And he's like, okay. And now he, like, owns a bunch of houses and has 200 billion gil and, like, has an Excel spreadsheet organizing what he wants off of each sub. Damn. Like, the dude's crazy um but if you i moved don't have spreadsheets are you really playing a game true enough yeah i have notebooks for all kinds of stuff uh so i'm back here i have a place to live again which is cool um back to a place where it was very stable uh as a, i don't really like this particular city but i went to japan four times from here and i moved to japan and south korea from here and i went to la twice from here so like eh, i like traveling and this is a place i could do that from uh, I did buy a car. Uh, I've been borrowing and renting and all kinds of stuff. And my buddy found a little Japanese Nugget. It is a K car. Uh, a nice Reliance a automobile? It's a cc motor. Uh, nice. <laughs> it's a five-speed, four-wheel drive, 12-inch wheels. Uh, it's a Mitsubishi Minica. Um, it is a Nugget. Uh are Yeah, if you... Put your pedal on the floor for about two minutes. You can get it up to 100 kilometers an hour. It's a good time. Uh, But I own a car again, and it's right hand drive, so that was fun. That's what I've been doing for the last little bit.
1: Very nice. And uh, tomorrow I will be building a new desk. So everything here is getting torn down. We're going to be setting it up here and then redoing the entire stream setup. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Look at
0: me. I'm Klaus. I own a home. I'm not a millennial by most definitions.
1: No, by all definitions. I'm actually Gen X because I'm old. Oh, okay.
0: Right. Oh, okay. You're allowed to own your own home then. That's allowed.
1: Yep. But I, I still like avocado toast. Is is that I mean, uh, allowed?
0: It's not about whether you mm. like it. It's about whether you can't own a home because all of your money is going towards it.
3: Hmm. Hmm. I, I think you can like the avocado toast, but you might be liable for a fine. Can can I shake my fist at people?
1: Oh, yes. well, well,
0: that's a given.
1: Okay, F- yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, if, actually, if, if if there's kids standing on your lawn, just go for it. You know, I think I'm just going to go ahead and uh, watch the uh, millennials and, and the boomers fight, and we'll just kind of sit here. I'll drink my uh, peach-flavored uh, cream ale and, you know, good times.
0: You could help, you know.
1: Why? It's more fun just to sit back and watch and play. I was going to say, but
2: popcorn. <laughs> yeah, that, where, where, do you think that, where do you think that came from? The tension is terrible. I hope it'll last.
1: <laughs> um, In game, I maxed out my reputation with the uh, dwarves today.
2: Oh, oh shit. And I, I did unlock that. That's about as far as I got, though. And,
1: and I was able to finally get the dance.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so looking forward to having that. I'm still like. I got started late, so I'm like a week away. It is such an adorable. Do the dance! Do the dance!
1: I can't do the dance. It's gonna screw everything up. <sighs> if, you stick around, if you stick around after the show, I'll show you all the dance.
0: Yay! <laughs>
1: um, I maxed out my rep with uh um custom the deliv- new custom deliveries guy. L El- yeah. toe or whatever, I can't remember his name. So I got her the mount name is El- her Toh. name, yes, you're right. So I got that mount. Um I grew a whole bunch of alligan melons. And uh, for those joining uh, live here on Hyperion, if you need one, I have, I believe, six extras right now. So I can give those away after the show as well. But. Uh,
0: cute but also they cut themselves in half and i'm like Alligans, why did you need to do that is there anything you didn't need to bioengineer weirdly
3: well, well look they, they they made it this way so that the Alligans themselves don't have to cut the melons the melons just cut themselves He's and right. it's
1: he's right so, you know
3: what's a bit where you can use the
0: two halves to commit some type of unspeakable torture against lesser races when they, I mean, when, when they go back elegant.
3: together by the themselves the may have also made a cow that would cut off their leg slice it up into patties and like serve up a burger you don't i mean moo
0: i mean on the one hand burgers, that's horrifying on the other hand like that's really convenient
3: that's that's what they're all about and that <laughs> is the Alligan melon yes
0: Wait, is the alligator Melon a beef patty as well? Because I am not no. prepared to rule that out.
3: <laughs> I mean, it, it's whatever you want it to be.
2: I was going to say, this is now everything is a meat well, patty. Well, you know what? <laughs> it,
1: it, they just needed to make ally great again. That's what they were trying to do. Oh. And on that terrible Dude, note... <laughs> I filled
0: out my fishing log. I completed Aziz Law. You are even more horrified by the Alligans when you finish the fishing log for Aziz
1: Well, especially the fact that half of them uh, uh, feel like Lollifel skin. Is that, Only that what Only a
0: there's, like, there's a lot of different horrifying things. It's not all Lollifel.
1: But we all know Lollifels were uh, Alligan constructs, so...
3: Well, it's like, it's like 80% lalafell and then there's like a, like 5% Roganin. Uh
2: it's like, a, it's like a hot dog. It's like a hot dog. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> don't ask. Yeah, it's like a hot dog. Just don't ask.
3: Well,
1: actually, technically, it would be a tater tot then.
2: Uh, let's see. Hang on. Food science notes. I must make a potato-based hot dog.
1: Or at least bind it with potato starch. I mean, that's easy. There you go. Oh,
3: right. I
0: mean, if you like, you could also just do like potato bread for the bun or something.
3: You just you just glue some tater tots together with ketchup. Or He's just not it, that's, that's your potato dog.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Make a, a a corn dog, but instead of uh, corn batter, it is uh, tater tots.
2: Which I do miss people? working in AFK sometimes because I could have said this to somebody, <laughs> and then two hours later it would be done, and all I would have to do is pay them. And this is it why we miss great. bon
1: appetit. Okay.
2: It's true. <laughs> it's all right. True. So let's
1: go ahead and move on. I'm glad you guys all had Please, a wonderful God, couple of weeks. Uh, let's get into some gaming community news. As uh, fusion was alluding to earlier, uh, we final Fantasy crystal Chronicles remastered is available now and it's cross playable on PS4 switch iOS and Android. Um, it's 29 99 and there is a light version that you can get and play for free. Um, And it's good. It's, it's all right. It's um, there are issues, though. Yeah, I've been hearing mixed reviews. Just there are issues which make it not good.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
2: I'm I'm playing it, but I'm also like,
1: are you soloing do I just it or, or are you partying? Play
2: single player?
1: Yeah, see, single player has been fine. There's been no issues with that. It's the whole multiplayer fiasco that everybody is in up up in arms about. Uh, they very
3: much tacked it on, got it to work, and said, okay, that's good, and launched it. They, Which they like yes, got it to work.
0: Like, a lot of the fond memories that people have are of sitting together on a couch with your Game Boy Advances, like, having crazy chaotic stuff happening.
1: Yeah, people really want that couch co-op.
3: I just you, like, you can have that, you just need a PlayStation 4 on the TV, and then your friends all have the right. light version on their phone. Yep, or Switches, or whatever. And I and I think that was probably their thinking, right? And, and 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 I think what happened is without that extra device there was no way to get the the co-op working yeah. reasonably and they didn't want to put the effort in and that's why it, we have it how it is. However,
1: yeah. when it launched, the multiplayer servers were all basically shit. Um people could not match up with anybody. Um it was taking forever to try and get matches. They were crashing, there were issues with synchronizing <sighs> Um, they, I mean, did, they did do a maintenance. Issue
0: with, Go ahead. That's been an issue with pretty much any type of online service, it being more popular than expected and way too many people hitting it and flooding it out. My understanding from talking to people involved on the inside with this is it is impossible to simulate accurately what it's going to be like for your servers to be hit by a million people. The um, only way to do it is to have your servers get hit by a million people.
1: You could look at uh, the Final Fantasy
3: XIV servers.
0: Oh, it's like all our data,
1: name data days have. have come at once. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. You, I mean,
3: you, you, you make a prediction and then you add after the fact. You don't add beforehand because then that's a loss of revenue. That, you're yeah. not wrong, but uh,
1: I mean, I think that they, they should be able to estimate a little bit closer. I mean, they had to almost double their capacity, <clears> so.
2: So it's weird
3: because they're going to probably cut that down to like a third of that capacity yeah. in, in a couple weeks. I, so. that's yeah, true. that's the other thing. That's like, okay, part. you
0: make capacity to handle the initial rush, and then a month later, like 90% of your capacity is going unused. Was it really worth spending to uh,
3: all that? Well, for they, they, in- they're probably renting the server, so it's, it's fine. It, yeah, yeah, they, they just spin them out. down. Yeah. Hell, we have so the so in
2: the chat is saying if it doesn't have couch co-op, he's a hard pass. He doesn't want to buy it twice, once for PS4 and once for Switch. Just so with his wife. So I you don't you. have
3: to. So you don't have to. The way that it works, it's it's really weird. They have uh, the light version on on Switch and PS4, and then on uh, mobile, on Android and iOS, it's just th- the game, and then you pay to unlock. Um, but with the light version, you get to play like three like solo quests or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but you can run up to I think it's like 13 or 15 or whatever with another person if they're the host and the host owns the game mm-hmm. uh, the really the, the biggest issue is that I'm seeing and they they haven't resolved this there's actually they they had a, a post um, talking about some of the stuff that they're gonna fix mm-hmm. um, and like the biggest issues aren't on that list of like things they're, they're working on Um so, you can play Crystal Chronicles with four people, but only the host of the game gets that progress saved. And you also have to reform your group for every different dungeon you do, which means if you want to play through the game mm. with an entire party of people, you have to do each dungeon four times.
1: And yes. And each person has to host yeah. it then, correct?
3: Correct. Yeah, you have to cycle the yeah. scene around. You have to reformat after each run. It's just, it's Which not. Which means
1: people with the light version <laughs> actually aren't able to progress beyond those first three dungeons. So, at that point. I mean, the other thing is,
0: original Crystal Chronicles, it worked that way as well. Everyone's going over to Klaus's house and we're going to play it. It's not like we each had our own copy and our own save. We were all playing together on the same save file. So it's working the same as it did we're just kind of in a different that's, world that's
3: now. that's the thing yeah it's it's they they made it work with online multiplayer but they didn't really consider in other factors for it um uh, yeah. i think the the big thing they they were talking about adding was like being able to like skip cutscenes <laughs> like cutscenes like cutscenes okay like that's a nice improvement but like but,
2: the hosting same progress thing like
3: i don't think they're gonna, because
2: Well, okay, you get one artifact per dungeon. Some of these artifacts, unless you get the really good drop by getting 200 points on your mission, and you get the first pick, and the boss drops all four things, and you get the the one plus five thing out of that dungeon. I'm grinding the same dungeon 12 or 15 times to grab all these plus ones and plus twos. And it's like, cool, I just played for nine hours, and my stats went up 11 points. Yeah. That I mean, is I not went... worth my time. That was awful.
0: I always went for the spell rings first, but I know what you mean.
2: I went for defense because if you're just not taking damage, then it doesn't matter what you're doing. But then how are you going to make the cool spell fusions? Uh, I don't need to. I actually go melee. I went Selkie. But how do you cast Haste God? And then you just get to rip up everything. I don't need it. My charge time is like one second. It's great. That's fair. <laughs> i got the rings so
0: yeah yeah i mean i imagine that happens anyways
2: as a natural result of this
0: i played yeah, it's, a it's got some
2: issues it's got a lot of issues yeah. um but they're trying to make it so that you can like not do the item spam thing that i was seeing run around where like there was little like short codes for descriptions and comments for basically item duplication where yeah. like they even said uh fixes the issues where items can be tamed infinitely uh yeah the goblin wall comes to mind uh you can get so much crap out of there i left the goblin wall single player with something like 60 phoenix downs damn damn there's no point in healing there's literally no point in healing i just load my inventory with nothing but all six slots I load four of them with Phoenix Downs. I walk up and literally just smash X to win. And if I die, your that's fine. I'm back with four HP. It doesn't your matter. Your
0: points are a binary state. You either are alive or being resurrected.
2: Yes. And when you have four and you get four hearts when you res, that's 16. And I have six hearts. So I have 22 hearts. I just stand there and smash X. And I'm like, well, this is fun. I'm done playing this game on year six. Like, I just, there's nothing to do anymore.
0: Goblin Becky, let me smash. Let's. Yes, please. <laughs> oh my.
1: Anyway. Yeah, we're
0: doing those mean deep cuts here. That's how we roll <laughs> we off the radio.
1: <sighs> anyway. I, I, I played, like I said, I played a dungeon. It was okay. I had never played the game before. Um, It has a very... Music's still great. Music's good. You gotta love the Music hurdy-gurdy. Music the best thing
3: about the game.
1: Um... The game, true. the gameplay itself, in my opinion, it's, it's very different from anything else I've ever played. There, yeah. yeah. Um, like if
2: you've played something like I played my life as a king, totally different game. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that yeah. it, in a bad way, it's just getting used to, you know, having to be within that's that little circle of, of the chalice and then having to, you switch out your actions basically um Mm -hmm. you know you need and then having to gather the artifacts to to level up basically it's 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 just very different um i'll probably get back into it some more and like i said i'll hopefully play with you two yet so
2: yep would be nice uh the one thing that i did was as soon as i got an elemental and i had a second weapon i just put the second weapon in my one of my inventory slots with an elemental above it now i have an element strike weapon Hmm. And in single player, having an element strike weapon for things like Blizzard is just absolutely busted. Um, For Selkies, one of the charge attacks is a distance closer. So I just jump halfway across the map, smack something, and get an AoE of freeze, and then jump back to where I was. Okay. For free. Just for free. So yeah, there's lots of
0: entertaining stuff to do if they can fix the other issues.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's early enough that, you know, hopefully they'll be able to, to do that and, and not basically
3: alienate the rest of the player base. I, I honestly feel like by the time they get around to fixing the things that people have issues with, that Might be too late. are going to be done with it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Especially since it's a, there's like a campaign involved. Once people get through and beat that, that's it. That's done. Yeah, yeah. there's also, so. I think
2: you kind of hit it on the head. Like they got the multiplayer to work, said good enough and launched it uh, for couch co-op. Yes, we all want couch co-op. I think that's almost a universally agreed upon thing right now. It's kind of pointless, like unless you live with three other people that also want to play this, like you're probably not going to need couch co-op. So, yeah, maybe putting it as a patch for later is a good idea for development.
3: They could have done a lot of things to modernize the game, and they just they didn't. 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 This is even even after. A, a big delay because originally I think this was supposed to be out in last like, year. December or January yeah, or something, year, and I then it got delayed out to here. And it's just, if it I don't know what it. the what the delay helped them polish or whatever, but I it doesn't, I can't notice anything that is better for it. Hmm. You know, not that I played not- it before, but.
0: <laughs> it might have even like it might not even have been a oh we're delayed it's a we're just behind and we need time to catch up on other
3: things yeah because i think and it was trying delayed. to make it better and they realized they couldn't they're just like all right let's just put it out because yeah, i mean it, it wasn't uh
1: you know the current events that caused it to be, be delayed so
2: Definitely. no it was the, delayed the all that yeah. yeah 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 it was delayed before i went to nagasaki because i was actually looking forward to having it out while i was in japan earlier this year so we could play like this crazy weird like international phoenix town radio version and then it was like well now none of that happened at all and you go robot so was, and all i think it was december was the actual launch date. even so I yeah.
1: that's the other thing is um you cannot we couldn't we wouldn't even be able to do that if we wanted to because yeah. party matching is region locked you can yeah only- that's a problem you can only match up with, people like, NA can only match up with NA, EU can only match up with EU. Um, I don't know if it's based off of where your, your PlayStation or whatever um account you have is, or if it's a physical location.
2: It so. might be whatever server you connect to, because I know when I was connecting to uh, Netflix specifically on my phone, because then you could download movies for local play for, like, one time. Mm-hmm. I was downloading a whole bunch of stuff from a show, and then... I was continuing to watch the downloaded episodes just at the gym on the treadmill. And then eventually the episodes changed and everybody's names changed and all the subtitles changed and a bunch of branding stuff disappeared from the episode. Mm. Because the ones I downloaded from the Japan servers had a completely different set of subtitles and branding and imagery versus all the U.S. ones. So they're definitely tracking where the device is, but that's on a phone, not a PS4. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, he- the thing too is they're
3: all talking to each other, right? If you have Android and iOS and PS4 and Switch, so there's a lot of different gears moving there that need to, you know, work yeah, together. It so work.
1: it'd be interesting if if we could uh, do some testing around that by you know enabling a VPN and going to a different location and seeing if that will actually uh, allow you to party up with other people.
0: Yeah, I just have a lot of angry feelings about region locking anything.
1: I mean, I guess I, I I somewhat understand it because they want to try and keep the the ping times low, because if you got somebody oh, from yes,
0: it's definitely out of concern for the consumers. That is definitely what is motivating this. No, I didn't say for <laughs> that that, that had
1: nothing to do with the consumers. That's it's for the the uh, actual t- uh, delay time between you know with the games and stuff. Otherwise, they could get way out of sync, and that could cause some other issues that they didn't even uh, conceive. So.
2: Anyway, deal with the choice. Yeah, I remember breaking some stuff at NOA. We were testing with uh, Europe at the sa- at the same time, and we found bugs because of how much time delay there was between Europe doing something and us doing something. Uh, I've bricked a lot of hardware at that 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 building for sure.
1: Yeah, so I mean, there <laughs> there, there are reasons for this, that that may not seem as evident, but it, it, it does seem annoying to the average person. I-
0: but given how many other things stay in, part of me wonders if it is just the like profit and location control motive that's really driving it.
1: Who knows? Well, money is is important. Money does run the world. But anyway,
0: I I, I, I get it. It's just it offends my librarian sensibilities.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Moving on. Let's talk about a game that's older than dirt: Final Fantasy XI.
2: Oh, I was hey. going to say Montale, but <laughs> I have <yeah>, that <laughs> installed on my toaster oven it's great
1: yes uh there apparently the september update is out and uh there's a whole bunch of new stuff that they added so it's the game that just keeps going and going and
0: yeah i thought they were done with like significant new content and they were for a while and now they're doing. know
3: how this happened. I mean the update is, I, I, is uh, pretty par for the course, right? There's the new records of eminence stuff. They swap out they swap out the the mobs in ambuscade. Uh, the real big thing with this though uh, is that they're continuing to work on stuff for uh, Voracious Resurgence, which is their new story content, which is like, what? Yeah, that, have,
2: that's yeah, the that big content thing. This is planned updates, years though. In.
1: Uh, you know, with this new update, they, they, they planned on slowly adding in pieces so it wasn't all available but right at but once original, and people play through it, uh, you know, immediately. Originally,
0: once wrapped... Once Rhapsody's Avanna deal was done, they are like, okay, that's it for story content. But, like, they were going to have the, hey, we're adding, like, swapping out the mobs for ambuscade, etc., or other things like that, but they weren't going to have new story. I think they expected it was just going to effectively run in maintenance mode until it got to the point where there weren't enough people to support it. And then this happened, and I don't it's know.
3: It was a voracious resurgence in players, and so now we have this new questline. Well, it's all like, free money.
0: It's one it's like with uh, 1.0 and the relaunch where it's like, this isn't how this normally works, and I don't mind, and it's fascinating, but I am so confused.
1: Cause you're anticipating what they, they you think they're doing with Crystal Chronicles, but now they're doing something that's actually consumer friendly.
0: I would put it that way, but <laughs> Am I this wrong? It's just weird and <laughs> confusing- I'm slightly more cynical on some aspects of that, but this is still weird. <laughs> it confuses me. I am
2: confused and irritable. I see that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good looking game, and I'm kind of impressed that they're able to still keep it going. I need the to give you headpats,
1: we... Sarah. Yes. Okay. Headpats to Sarah. Head to I, I think like the fact I'm that trying... we had such
2: a <laughs> slowdown think... on matches for 14. We had options for people to play 11, and that's why there's so many people playing it. Right. Yeah, Uh side thing that you just reminded me of thing
0: that is happening in my life. My housemate has started fostering kittens and the last week has been so much better when I can take a five minute kitten break whenever I want to.
1: I hear you there. I'm actually puppy sitting for my parents right now. So
0: I promise not to take a kitten break during the podcast.
1: Well, if you have to, you have to. <laughs> I'm um, so tempted to bring one of them on camera.
0: Anyways, FF11.
1: It ratings. You do it. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it. They're 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 trying to keep things going because I mean, there are still a, a lot of hardcore players that are still playing the game. It's free money like, for them, and it's good an to MMO
0: see. in maintenance mode can remain profitable under some fairly extreme circumstances. Like maybe you collapse down the number of servers or something like that. Uh, but. Like, you can keep going for quite a long time. Yep. But this is still surprising. Like, you don't typically have the investing of new resources in it to this degree.
3: No, and I mean, they've said before in interviews, too, um, around uh, the timing for uh, PAX East, um, there was an interview that said basically they have, like, what, six planners and zero dedicated engineers now for the game because they're all on other projects. Hmm. So and they are really-, really working with just a, a handful of people. And th- this new quest line, mm-hmm. it's something that they've had to slowly, but budge- like, there's a reason we're getting it in like little pieces here and there because their budget is is such that they needed to, they're, they're basically saying, okay, over the next couple of years, we're going to dedicate this part of the budget to this new storyline. Um, and they've they've said that they will run the game till at least uh, the 20th anniversary, which will be 2022.
2: Damn. Damn. Like, it's awesome, just
0: so so brain breaking. This isn't how things are supposed to work.
2: The laws of nature are breaking down. I want to be back in Japan in 2022 because I want to go to the 20th anniversary events. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. Absolutely.
0: We're going to need to summon Zodiac to make the laws of nature go back to working normally.
1: I'm gonna put. Oh, Sarah that reminds me. Like
0: three out of every four of us are going to die. I volunteer you three as tribute. Uh, we're
1: gonna I'm put. In. We're gonna put Sarah yes, on mute you. now, and
3: uh... <laughs> that's for the best.
1: And move on. Um, I can
3: still hear him. I don't know. Is it just muted for the stream or?
1: Mm, I, I, okay, I didn't actually mute him.
3: Oh, <laughs> I see. I get it. I was hoping... really.
2: We had the opportunity to say something like if we can hear him in our hearts or anything. No. All right. Fine. <laughs>
1: Anyway, I tried
2: bad.
0: There. Mm-hmm. use the crystal you've had in your inventory since the start of the game. I mean, podcast.
1: Use the loot. <laughs> All right, Talis, uh, you had a little bit of uh, trading card game
2: news. TCG news. Uh, So for starters, we haven't had any TCG events pretty much all year for obvious reasons, Um, but they're still releasing all the opuses that they had been working on. Uh, Just printing was a little bit slower and they have announced that they aren't going to be making more stuff for Opus 13, 14, 15 and on just because we don't really know when we're going to sit face to face and play cards again, but they finished up Opus 12, which they already had mostly done. Uh, So Opus 12 crystal awakening pre-release kits are now available for pre-order. The catch is, is, we can't sit around a table of eight people and play a pre-release, so instead you just get a box with your cool sleeves and possibly a cool deck box. Um, I think it comes with the dice. Um, there's a bunch of cool stuff that comes in the pre-release kits. These ones come with uh, nine booster packs, presumably to build a sealed deck. Uh, a promo Emmett Selk and a pre-release exclusive sleeve pack. Uh, hmm. The sleeve packs can sometimes get really expensive. The Scions of the Seventh Dawn ones are still for sale for about 20 bucks just for the sleeves. The wow. Moogle ones from Opus 9 are about 30 bucks for a set. Um, so just the sleeves alone are really, really cool. For a uh, game so people can't play.
0: Does? Is it awesome? Hmm? Do we know what M itself does? Is it awesome? Uh, we terrible?
2: do, actually. Let me pull him up really quick. Um. But the pre-release is going to be available in stores on October 30th if you can uh, get a hold of your friendly local game store uh, and see if they actually have access to getting one or please getting a set for you. Or
0: they probably need it.
2: Place your orders at your friendly local game stores, please and thanks. Uh, let me find... Damn it, so where
1: are you? So, do they have any plans of doing something like Hearthstone, where it's an online card game?
2: So they actually uh, mentioned that because Magic decided to really go heavy-handed into Arena last year, and it ended up kind of saving their butt, uh, because now people can still play. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pokemon had TCGO, uh, Konami had a janky but functional version of Yu-Gi-Oh! in a couple different forms, but a couple of cards, Cardfight Vanguard, um, Buddy Fights, uh, Final Fantasy, and a few others, don't really have an online presence as of yet. So they're still trying to find a way to really like, get things functional again. I am trying I to load the image of M itself, but everybody wants to load it right now.
1: I feel
0: like <laughs> if there was an option for uh, being able to play that through some kind of online thing, I would absolutely go for that.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, it makes things a little bit easier, especially and in current the
2: issue times. issue that we have and... with it. Go ahead. Yeah, the big issue that we have with online card games, especially ones that have uh, things that have a lot of interrupts and a lot of stacks, is that you have to have opportunities for go-backs. You have to have opportunities to interrupt things. Mm. And when you have a 10 or 15-second timer for interrupts for every single effect on every single card, that makes what would be a 20-minute game easily a 45-minute game. And that's what breaks things. So for things Mm. like Magic, when you're playing a card, you can mark when you want things to interrupt when you play the card. Uh, So it just flows naturally for both players. Uh, Also, the sleeves are of Ash from Final Fantasy XII uh, in a super cool Amano art style. Uh, Does she still have the a a forward. Uh, No, it's actually kind of a weird grayscale looking thing. Uh, I'll actually post that for you in in just a second in the chat. So, 4-drop uh, Ice Forward, Emmett Selk is an Asian from Final Fantasy XIV. He has 9,000 power. When he is chosen by your opponent's summons or abilities, remove Emmett Selk from the game. If you do, play Emmett Selk on the field at the end of the turn. Damage 5. When Emmett Selk enters the field, you may pay 1 Ice. When you do so, do one of the following two actions. Choose 1 dull forward and break it, or choose 1 forward if cost 2 or less in your break zone and play it onto the field. So either, so basically when you're about to lose, because you have five of your seven damage, every time it comes back, you start killing things that are weak, or you start bringing shit back from the void to make things awful for your opponent.
0: Damn. And every time they target him, he, like, disappears from the battlefield and then comes back.
2: And every single time he's targeted for literally anything, he just goes, peace, I'll be back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's That's kind, of, a, guess- he's, it sounds like kind him. of an
2: interesting guy. That sounds aggravating as fuck.
0: It kinda works.
1: That that's definitely Emmett Selk. Does he does he do these? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, he uh the actual art of him as he is leaves, like is a he's kind of got the like the wide arms like the come at me bro. He's got his black jacket. Um it is the full art is the promo one, which means there's also a non full art version, uh somewhere buried in the set itself.
1: I don't think uh, your link in the chat will work there. Talis.
2: i don't think it will let's <laughs> see if we can just delete that
1: <laughs> no. oh
2: i hit the character limit that's why
1: um, yeah it, rip just google it you'll find it
2: yeah. google it it's fun <laughs> uh emmett silk promo have fun with it uh if you do want to play or learn more about the final fantasy tcg do find me on discord i'm at marvelous talis on there uh i love the crap out of the game and i have a whole bunch of cards that are currently collecting dust
3: nice i have some cards but i don't play same
1: (laughs) i haven't played a tcg in quite a while
3: i bought a box at pax one year and a bunch of a bunch of boosters and i was like sure let's just let's just i think i was trying to get like an astinian card or something
2: the astinian is awesome uh he when he came out the amount of lightning dragoon decks absolutely skyrocketed um (laughs) he's a good like frontline main hitter forward, but you need stuff to back him up. Uh, There's a Freya from 9 that has a bunch of Lord effects that buffs all your Dragoons. Uh, Kane also has a bunch of stuff that buffs all your Dragoons, and then you grab all of your tactics 11, 14, 3, and 5. Dragoons and you throw them all out and they all have little weak effects and they're not super powerful but they're like slivers. You put a couple lords in play and now all dragoons have blank and now you've got just an army of really obnoxious stuff coming at things. It's real fun.
3: It's like the <laughs> yeah, that only seems thing like the kind of, of deck I would make.
2: <laughs> it's it's a good time. It's like okay, so I'll, let me get this straight. Cain and Astinian with the help of Lunith, are going to throw Freya, and she's going to kill everything
0: i like to imagine that they all just jump into the sky at once and it's like that bit from advent children where they're just flinging each other higher in turn for no ex- adequately explained reason and I then at, wish... the highest po- at the highest point you
2: have two of them and one of them throws the other one downward yes there that would be go. astinian a a astinian would kick you towards the ground yes That's exactly what would happen <laughs> yes uh No, it is fun uh, to do the big Dragoon swarms. Um, You can also see like monk swarming style of decks. Uh, For something like an ice, the other stuff that goes with ice is things like Genesis from Final Fantasy VII, who also locks Mm. things down. Uh, Cypheroth, who also locks things down and breaks things or makes things completely incapable of doing anything for a turn. Well, the Genesis
0: one randomly quote Loveless thing at you.
2: Uh, the Genesis one will make you discard cards at random points in your turn that the controlling player decides. Hmm. But no loveless quotes. It's pretty awful. There's no love when he is on the board.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Power. Um, yeah, there's a lot of little fun stuff if you are a Final Fantasy fan. Things like, up until a certain point, all of the Cypheroths killed backups, and all of the Aeriths were backups. There was no forward Aerith and there was no Cypheroth that didn't kill a backup. We were like Okay Nice um, Ida and lease can't be on the field at the same time which was like Uh Sure hmm. like, There's just no explanation in the card game So unless you play 14 and no it just doesn't make any sense
3: That's hmm. funny I think I actually have some old like, I think
2: before they started Because this is like a relaunch right? This, yes, this current chap- TCG the current one is—they um, actually just started adding subtitles to it. It was just called Opus Number because they were like, meh, it's gonna fail, and it'll be fine." And then they're like, "Shit, it's popular." Uh, the first <laughs> one was called—the first one was called Final Fantasy Chapters, and it focused a little. The way that crystal points worked were a little different, and so we had a couple of different ways to get enough power to summon things, and they also had things like equipment uh sort of like artifacts from magic where you could equip stuff to different people mm. so you could get Cecil's armor and cloud sword and throw it on interesting the onion knight or whatever mm. and it could do stuff
3: I have some like random ass cards from that first like initial game I have like a mot from from 11
2: <laughs> yeah. I had um I had a bunch. I actually or I actually ordered a whole bunch of stuff off of a completely legitimate website that wasn't sketchy at all and didn't forward things off of a warehouse in Yokohama. Uh but it was definitely I had a lot of cool stuff and I wish I had kept it. But That's now funny. I'm like mm, no. The current one is a lot easier to play, it's a lot more fun, it's a lot more flowy. Um I mean honestly if you like card games Find somebody that owns a couple of the cards and just feel them. They're a lot thicker than Magic and Pokemon cards. The quality of them is incredible. That being said, you're getting ten cards for four bucks, and your decks are fifty cards, and you're needing three of everybody, so it starts getting real expensive real quick if you're not careful.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, the, the, the TCGs are definitely a uh, a, a money sink.
2: Yep. I had to decide. If, <laughs> I decided what I wanted to do. I don't like collecting stuff, but I do collect cards fair there you go i played i played pokemon for a couple years and that was that was it for for my my tcgs i played pokemon for 20 plus years i opened leagues and i ran stores and i did all this stuff and then i was just like i'm not getting paid to promote their game or run their (laughs) leagues And they treat their players like crap, and they haven't sent me promos in eight months. So I just went to the office in Bellevue, and I was just like, so do I get anything or not? And they're like, well, we'll work on it. And I said, "Okay, here is my t-shirt that I ordered three years ago and a playmat that says I'm a professor and I hate you and I'm not giving you any money anymore. They're like, we can't take these. Please leave with them. And I said, cool. So I sold all my professor stuff, which was completely against the terms of conduct. And I was like, cool. Now I can't play your game anymore. I'm out. I'll see you later. Done. I played for 20 years. I love it. It's a cool game. It teaches mental math. It teaches reading. It teaches arithmetic. It teaches fair play. I used it to improve the grades of students at an elementary school in Edmonds. It was great. Hmm. I don't want to play it as a player. And that starts to come through very quickly when you're in a leadership role, that you don't like the thing you're doing. So. Didn't you, you have fun. a job
0: like that recently?
2: Hmm? Didn't you have a job like that recently? I've had a lot of jobs, dude. I'm at like 320 jobs at this point in my life. You're going to have to narrow it down a little bit. <laughs> and that's just this year. <laughs> I mean, I've only... Let's see, one, two, three, four. I've only worked at seven car dealerships. I've only worked in... Three delivery, four, five delivery jobs. Oh, is that oh, all? Yeah. yeah, this is going to go way off the rails real quick if I have to start counting things. Yeah, we can just leave it at that, I think.
1: All right. Um, yeah, please. Let's jump into some <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV news, because, yeah, that's still a thing, guys. You know, we're kind of in oh, it. Yes,
2: we still play fourteen. And, all uh... Right,
1: the Rising event yeah. is going on right now. We actually thought about having our the show out at, on that Rising stage cuz it's got that really pretty artwork with uh, uh and the Sultana 7. But Classic, uh, there's just Gorgeous. way too many random people there and just be people jumping across everywhere and we don't need that right now. I mean it's it's Klaus bad enough when we, we could have... Go ahead.
2: Class was like, "Hey, where should we do it?" And I'm like, "Olda." And then I worked to Olda and I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. So I just hit one of the um, the Manderville dances, and he rolls in about five minutes later. He's like, "Uh," and I was like, "Yeah, no, this yeah. isn't gonna work, dude. Yeah. Not at all."
1: But I'm uh, kind
0: of happy that they did pull in from that uh, classic story from the original Tales from the Calamity. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's cool that they, that they're doing stuff like that. I mean, the the Rising event is definitely. Uh, something that, uh, the older players appreciate, um, you know, going back and looking at what happened and not forgetting the, uh, the dumpster fire that was 1.0, but, uh,
0: (laughs) it was our dumpster fire. though. Yes.
1: We, we, and And
0: occasionally you would heck the bed and get a relic weapon.
1: Yeah. If you Uh, kept going with it, which I didn't, but I still have the tattoo, but I don't have the, the cheap, um, option for a subscription.
2: I had the tattoo. It wasn't cheap. It was like three hundred dollars. Wrong tattoo. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. In game. I want. I want to get that one there too. But
2: yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't mind mine. It was definitely a good time.
1: But uh, yeah, so they're talking about that this year, and uh, it's it's a cute event. Um, I, I definitely like the minion. Unfortunately, you can't. You can see his head a little bit um, over by Sair, but.
0: Yeah, every year of uh, the uh, Minion from the Rising is something that deals with the MSQ uh, from the past stuff. Kind of a, hey, here's the star of the show for the last thing. And as always, there's been the bit where you get the fourth wall breaking personal thanks from Yoshi P, mm-hmm. which people have used to start saying, oh, he said seven years. Does that mean the time bubble's advancing? It's like, no, he's talking to the player. It's been seven years in real life. The time bubble has not changed. You can't get out of it this way. Stop it. <laughs> every rising this happens.
3: In every, every anniversary, they ignore the fact that 1.0 existed. This game could be several years longer, but no, they decide to just be like, no, 2.0. That's, that's, that's when this started. Hmm. Well,
0: that's when the rising began.
3: That, like, that's I how, I, that's how I operate a Final Fantasy 14 podcast that's 11 years old. Because they they just ignore a few of those years. Yeah. Well, technically,
1: you started before the game even launched. You. T- this is true. You started this like back true. when it was announced at a, a game
3: uh, show. We started in August of of eleven years ago. Two thousand nine. That is two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand nine. Um. So that would have been three months after the initial announcement.
0: Oh, and did you ha- do you still have your Hermes shoes?
3: Yeah, I have my Hermes shoes. I still have uh, the the uh, physical copy of I think it was uh, Famitsu, which was like the big uh, the first big publishing of information for 14. We spent a whole oh. episode talking about guild leaves. It's this amazing new quest system that they're going <laughs> to add in Final Fantasy 14
2: i remember watching that preview and i thought it was the coolest sounding thing and he goes into this weird trance looking at a stained glass card and it's I a have, light table I have
3: the magazine that was that information yeah
2: and it's like we do absolutely dick all with that system <laughs> All we do is level our crafters by buying shit on the market board. That's all we do with the with those systems. I did my things. My I
3: principle. did. I
2: did. Also,
0: they're all of delicious lore. All of the saints that are pictured on them. Well,
3: the, the orphans now in the firmament do do leaves to to make money. Well, good Excellent, for them. Good for Somebody has to do them because we're not. They collect scraps <laughs> of wood and they make rope.
2: Aww. I mean, we're not doing the leaves. Like uh, yeah, us, right? yes, but, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah exactly. Hmm.
2: at some point
0: I kind of want to just start burning them to see if I can get anywhere near honest gillionaire I saw someone with the honest gillionaire title I'm pretty sure you have the only feasible way to get that is from 1.0 because they had the thing where you could like chain the ones you were turning in for those super bonuses uh, honest uh, gillionaires yeah. from making a million gil out of leave
1: yeah from a- the actual leave not from selling the stuff that you might get from it but that mm-hmm. is I mean I mean, you only get like a, to- a few hundred guild each, right?
0: It used yeah. to be that when you were picking up a leave, you could you would have like your completed guild leaves, and you could turn them in. Various combinations would give bonuses to the rewards you would get from the next one. And by chaining stuff together in proper ways, you could get like a couple hundred thousand gil from. These are the things that live in my brain instead of useful
3: information. What if I crafting leaves were awesome because they would just give you the materials to make the things they needed?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they were it was,
3: nice. am- it was amazing.
2: And then you'd have no, a you level have- 50 crafter and you didn't ever leave the adventurer's hall.
3: Yeah. Well, so you still only had a limited
2: number you could do.
0: Access for some reason, which I never quite understood the different types of guild access you could buy and how they actually varied, or how you needed to buy the key item that made you really good at making nails. There was so much obtuse about that system that I wanted to understand.
3: Back in my day, I had to buy a fleet of foot, and it was a thing that let me run a little bit faster when my weapon was out. <laughs>
2: yeah. 1.0, yeah. everybody.
3: Oh my god. And
2: you had an undershirt, and you had, uh... Oh god, the amount of gear that every person had was freaking They're insane. Were like,
3: there were like two or three equipment yeah. slots in 1.0 in that they never actually made gear for.
0: I, mean, I think they had planned to,
3: maybe. Oh,
0: I'm did sure it? they did. Did anyone ever actually execute a battle regimen? Because I saw the system and I saw the policy. No, the they,
3: they did, and they were using it to cheese the Darkhold boss, and that's why it got removed. Hmm.
0: Oh, God. It's fucking absolute virtue all over again. People, oh, yeah.
3: people could would one shot that demon at the end of Darkhold with battle regimens. They were just like, abusing that left and right. And it was isn't amazing. That the
0: point? have this cool combination? Right, that's
3: attack. the thing. So they finally found out how to use battle regimens. Oh, it's OP. Sorry. we got to take it out of the
2: game. 1.0 <laughs> I do love when you just have a little banner that says we didn't play test this at all like just ever like they a, didn't
3: know how it worked either Fun, that's the funny important. part they weren't sure how it worked yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah okay so this is one that gets shared among the lore mongers that I just have to pass on on the actual released disc software like the thing that was done the commercial release that big lake at the center of Mordona, it has a name that I believe is something like, uh, name this lake later. Like, Silver Tear Lake got named in the day one patch because it was not in the files on the disc.
3: Hmm. They also refer to uh, the uh, the Sea Serpent as, like, Leviathan or a Primal or something on the Blu-ray uh, that came with the Collector's Edition for
0: 1.0. For the Lominson opening?
3: Yeah, they they, they they mislabeled that, and it was really funny, because I can remember uh, talking to Koji about that. I'm like, hey, so uh, what happened here? He's like, well, you can patch a game. You can't patch a Blu-ray. Yeah.
2: All right. Wow. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. I do remember some of the good stuff that we heard about when we were playing in, at Nintendo, we'd all come back and we were like, so, did we all beat Ifrit last night? Yeah. What are we doing tonight? And it's like, uh, Mario Kart? It's like, yeah, all right, sounds good. We just, like, didn't even bother. Like, as soon as everybody had beaten Ifrit, we were like, cool. Disc space.
3: Remember having to collect totems and, like, Koopo nuts to fight primals?
0: I can yeah. still make Rock go into a fetal position by talking about the unmarked
3: Moogle keystones. I still have some, I think. I still have, or, or did they did they get rid of those? I forget. They, they, they exist. They, they exist. Okay.
0: You can't do anything with them. You can't get them anymore,
3: them yeah. I, I have those. I have uh, some moon nuts, some dalmud nuts, and uh, a bunch of the Hamlet Beastman currency.
2: <laughs> I found a bunch of uh, strength four materia floating around. And I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Sell it.
0: That the NP- like the npc who taught you about carbonized matter is still there and he talks about this used to be a thing but now it this is it's a
2: thing we need now we don't
1: all right uh, moving on
2: anyway moving on
1: yes if you haven't <laughs> done the rising on. story do it they're always cute you get the minion you get stuff you, you, you actually get a you um, nine days left yep you got you time can get the
0: veterans of the game to talk about all of this stuff we will go on for
1: <laughs> hours absolutely um and to go with The Rising, they always do these short stories. Um, and they've released two different short stories now. Uh, part one is called Small Mercies. And uh, if you guys have ever done any uh, hunting, it's going to make one of the mobs in Il Meg, you know, just that much sadder.
0: They've already hinted a little bit about this just from talking to the NPC who tells you about the different hunt marks. Uh, there's been like bits of it dropped in from there from some of the stuff uh, dealing with the history of verbert but they really expanded on it and made a lot of stuff much more explicit
1: but yeah it's
0: bad stuff was going down in verbert and mm-hmm. then a giant wave of light kind of fucked everything up and threw all that out the window
1: did you get did you get a chance to read it,
2: the two t- the two tales? No, I yeah. haven't gotten to those yet.
1: Well, I do recommend you do it because I, I love the writing style that they use for it, and it really does add so much to the um, to the experience of the game.
2: And then the There's second so one. There's so much stuff. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Matt. Uh,
0: the second one, a dream partnership, uh, explores one of the uh, less examined relationships uh, between a couple of the people in the uh, first Warriors of Light party. It's a really sweet one.
1: Yep, it's... You you get a little bit of it as you progress through the main Shadowbringer storyline. Um, but, uh... It's... I I really like it. I really like it. And I mean, that's
0: always what they have been. Taking the ones that they've hinted at a little bit that they said, hey, there's a story here that you're getting glimmers of, and giving them a chance to expand on it a bit.
1: Yeah, They, they do such a good job with all of these stories. Oh, let me... Actually, Um copy and paste that one as well.
3: I was going to read them on uh, on our show today, but uh, my fridge uh decided otherwise. <laughs> so I haven't actually read them yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I recommend- These
0: are absolutely the type of thing that goes well for a dramatic reading. I would if we weren't already like an hour into
1: the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we still have a couple of things yet to go through and I I I prefer that people if you guys want us to read them sometime on a stream, just let me know. I mean, we can we can add it in during a, just a regular weekday stream. I like doing
0: traumatic med- readings. I miss yeah, it story was time. The
3: worst of times, it was the best of times. There was a bird and ill Meg, who met a man named Oddbit. Yeah, that seems about right.
1: Yeah, that's pretty close.
3: <laughs> I legit forgot about that bird when we did the the last patch when we like went back around and talked to everybody. I'm like, who's the bird?
2: Totally. You're a
1: monster, Fusion. You're an absolute monster.
2: (laughs) Every time I'm going through, I now pet the bird in Heroes' Gauntlet. Because people are like, wait, oh yeah!
1: (laughs) Be nice to the bird, because the bird is nice to you.
2: I feel wrong calling him a bird.
0: bird He's not a bird. bird. I mean, sort of, but not quite.
3: Bird adjacent.
0: Okay, yes. I approve of the suffix adjacent. It, it does
3: a lot of heavy lifting. It, it's bird-ish.
0: Bird-adjacent
1: works. Bird-like.
0: Burb. I
2: like bird-adjacent.
0: It's
1: a burb. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, go check out those stories. They always do such an, an amazing job. Now is the time in the show where we are going to bring some people in, and we are going to test their knowledge of Final Fantasy. Now I I pray to God this doesn't screw up our cameras. If it does, I'm gonna minimize them and we'll bring them back afterwards.
3: So so you can I don't I don't know if this is if the plan, but you can actually hide people that aren't on cam from the uh, the big window. Okay, how do you do that? In your I think it's yeah, and more. Uh, if you click on more, it's uh, show non-video participants. You can check oh that yeah, off. that's a good
1: that's a good point. So. Um, Thank you for le- awesome. for telling me that that these are the things you learn as you're going through. I mean, that's why we bring him on too, because he's so smart.
3: Phoenix Down Radio: A <laughs> collection of professionals. I finally understand why I'm on now. You're just using me for you get all those those hot uh, podcasting scoops. Y- you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> it, it,
0: no one said the on "unpaid technical support" until just now.
1: Now I will say <laughs> that uh, it was thanks to Fusion's help two weeks ago that we got these up and running. So thank you very much for your assist on that. Yeah. Alright, so now with that it shouldn't screw anything up. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Nicknar and PyroCats into the show channel. Nicknar, well, PyroCats. How hey, how's it going, guys?
3: What's up? Hey, how's it going?
1: PyroCats, are you there? I am. Wonderful! I hope you guys hope are, you guys are, are ready. ready. Oh, somebody has to mute.
3: That's uh, me.
1: Damn it, Nicknar. You should know better than that. My...
3: Bruh. <laughs>
1: Bruh.
2: <laughs> There, I turned on my headset. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I like it loud.
1: <laughs> all right. You already lose. Just kidding. All right. So, Rip. You two are going to uh, fa- battle off in a best of five Final Fantasy knowledge quiz. So, oh, goodness, here's how I'm it's gonna, gonna lose. Well, it's uh, it's all so Final Fantasy, I'm... not just uh, you know Final Fantasy 14. So, if you've played the games, you might be all right. And like you said, we're not—you're not, not going to leave empty-handed. So everybody is going to win a prize.
0: Everyone's a winner here, except yeah. the audience,
1: because <laughs> they have to listen to us. I mean, uh, because you get to listen to us. So
0: they lose because they weren't here. Exactly.
3: Exactly.
1: All right. I like so that. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to read off the question and a list of uh, answers. If you know the ant, when I'm done with the last one, um, if you know the answer. Say your name and then you will get the chance to uh, answer the question. So, here we go. What is the name of Cloud's first weapon in Final Fantasy VII? Is it A, the Bastard Sword, B, the Buster Sword, C, the Long Sword, or D, the Great Sword? Nicknar. Nicknar, what is it? It's a Buster Sword. That is correct.
3: And I don't. Where is my? It's here. interesting. I've heard a lot of like really good sound effects, like beep, beep, boop. Nicknar is a new is a new button press. I <laughs> yes. yes. uh, I really
1: like that. I was like,
2: That's a
1: funny Nick button nerf. press, but Nicknar. Nicknar. <laughs> Nicknar. Okay, well, there know. was
2: like the SNL episode where they had to make a bell sound effect when they were answering it because the bell didn't work. Yes. <laughs> and they were just like ring ding, 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 and I like, guess they were instead of like actually ringing a bell.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me see cool. if this is a little bit easier to hear. Can you guys all hear that? <laughs> Well, nope. no. all right, so that is correct, Why? Nick Nar. It is the Buster Sword. All right, question two. In which of these games is Sid a playable character? Is it A, Final Fantasy VIII, B, Final Fantasy IX, C, Final Fantasy VII, or D, Final Fantasy X? Pyro Cats. Pyro Cats, which one is it?
3: Final Fantasy VII.
1: That is correct. We get it's one to one. We got a tight race here, guys. Competition. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sell that competition. Come on. <laughs> Alright, question three. Moogles are a beloved part of the Final Fantasy franchise, appearing in many of the games and with several variations. But in which game did Moogles first appear? Was it A Final Fantasy VI? B, Final Fantasy V. C. Final Fantasy 3, or D, Final Fantasy IV.
2: Pyrocats? Oops,
1: sorry. Yes, go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pyrocats, <laughs> I hit the wrong Got a little bit too excited <laughs> with the bell. Yes, I did. Sorry. Like, oh, no, you <laughs> got it correct. Pyrocats, Final Fantasy, perfect. Yes, Pyrocats. It's <laughs> expansion that I never played.
1: Yes, what, what is your guess, Pyrocats?
3: Uh, I was going to say four.
1: That is not correct. Nick Narr, you have a chance to answer now.
3: I believe it was five.
1: <laughs> oh. That is incorrect. Now, five is the one where they first appeared as um, on screen with the... And they had their first um, theme, but they actually were in Final Fantasy three for the very first time it was just a uh, non-playable and they just it was just a mention i think we talked about that they were
2: bodyguards for they were bodyguards for doga so they're out they also show up in secret of mana a couple years later um as a palette swap but their first time they showed up was originally on the famicom for final fantasy 3
1: yes but they they didn't have the the happy little theme until five okay yeah. All right. Question. Tricky one there. Yeah, little bit. Question four. Which of the following is not a guardian force in Final Fantasy VIII? Is it A, Garuda, B, Quetzalcoatl, C, the Brothers, or D, Carbuncle? Nick <laughs>
3: do,
4: do, do.
1: Dar? Nicknar, what, what is Ooh. your guess?
3: Uh, I I have a terrible memory of eight. Uh,
2: Quasiquanal? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he wasn't. He was one of the ones you start with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hmm I had a terrible memory.
1: what you, do you have a guess?
2: Not even close. Just guess. You, you got <laughs> you a got one a in three chance. 33% chance. <laughs> yeah, but that would have mean I'd have to actually remember the names that he just okay. rattled is off.
1: Okay, is it A, Garuda, C, the brothers... Or D Carbuncle.
3: Just because I like the name, I'm going to go with D.
1: Carbuncle. No, Carbuncle was go, also one. The the <laughs> guardian right. force that was not in Final Fantasy VIII was actually Garuda.
0: Yeah, wind in that game huh. was handled by Pandemonium.
1: Pandemonium. Correct. Back. Yep. Correct. All right, we're still tied, and this is the last question. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> In Final Fantasy X, the only appearance of Moogle's is as a doll-like weapon usable by one of your party members. Who is the wielder of these magical Moogle dolls, Kubo? Is it A. Riku, B. Lulu, C. Yuna, or D. Oran? Nicknar. Nicknar, what is your answer? Lulu. <laughs> that is correct. And Nick well, Nar. I would
0: pay money for an addition that where Auron was wielding <laughs>
1: them. <money>,
0: right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine the fire tornado one where he sprays the sake and then throws a flaming Moogle into it.
1: That would be, that would amazing. be amazing. Yes. That um, would be so good. And 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 on a funny but on kind of a funny side note in, in Final Fantasy x um Yuna actually wears a uh a Moogle suit.
3: Yeah. They have the it's like the mascot. Job. I think Correct, and she she yeah. actually
1: appears at the beginning of the game, um, and heals your party in that Moogle suit.
3: I
0: screamed fire the Moogle beam pretty much every time I used that ability. It never got old.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was pretty much that kind of feeling.
3: I mean that that sound just encompasses the entirety of Final Fantasy X too. Yeah, let <laughs> me think about it. I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm there you
1: go <laughs> congratulations nick Nahr. you won the first game um we'll uh, will message you afterwards and uh, Pyrocats, you did an amazing job we will uh, also message you you'll get your choice of uh, uh one of uh e- two emotes oh. that we have
2: very cool so thank th- you
1: thank you guys so much for joining us and we have another game coming up are there is there if there's anybody else out there who wants to join in and play this game. Uh, go ahead It looks and like
2: Silverwolf is already in. He wants. Jumped. He was AFK fishing uh, when we started, so he wants to jump in for the next round of questions, I he think. definitely
1: can. If you want to, like I said, jump into that uh, call in channel. I'm going to go ahead and bring uh, Nick Nar and Pyrocats back up there. Thanks again for joining us, guys. Have a great night. Enjoy the rest of the show. See you too. And there's one. Oh, dang it. I said go up there. There we go. I drag too far. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so that, that actually worked out well. I'm very happy for that. Talis. thank you for putting the Discord link out there. Um I Got I it. J- jump into the PDR called in channel, voice chat channel. And uh check to make sure that everything is working. Um while we wait for our next contestants, um what oh. else can we Vamp about, I guess.
2: <laughs> I mean, we could quiz each other really obnoxiously difficult Final Fantasy questions. That's always fun.
3: Yeah, Silver Scramble for your was headset, the name, man. What was the name of Cypher's Gunblade in Final Fantasy 8? Hyperion. Hyperion. I would I mean, hope you would know that. that one, but... I hope you would know that. I actually have a Hyperion <laughs> over on the on the shelf Did yeah. you know it
1: actually has a pistol grip Nice. Yeah. It's not a it's revolver. A working... It's a pistol.
3: Yeah, it's actually. It actually. Well, it doesn't work as much anymore after I knocked it off my shelf playing VR, and I had to glue it back together. But <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, the trigger no. would work and everything. That's crazy. Yeah. Um.
1: Let's see what else. There, there were a bunch of questions that I had uh, gone through that I didn't choose. I had to maybe go through the list and find them.
2: Uh, why do, Laci turn into ice? Uh, depends on the
0: specific thing, but usually it's because they finished their focus, and so the gods are locking them up until they need them again.
1: And it's technically yeah. crystal.
3: That's interesting. My focuser well, was, like, completely I different. Crystal. I was, I was going to say, who cares is 13. <laughs> <laughs> like, one of the points of
0: the whole thing is, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, you are the chosen one. We're going to make you do shit or you turn into a zombie, and when you're done, we're going to suspend you in time until we need you again.
3: Well, yay. <laughs> oh, we're, fun. We're, we're
2: terrible.
1: Not really. Let's see. This is one that I was looking at, but it was more for like Sare's kind of stuff. Um, like most summons from the Final Fantasy series uh, have acquired their names from various mythologies. However, do you know which Aeon does not? Uh, is it Ifrit, Anima, Shiva, or Bahamut? There.
0: I mean, I'm thinking about interpretations here. I want to go with Anima, but there's kind of a... I'm just going go to go with think, anima.
3: Thinking, I would but, be inclined to think yeah. Anima as well. I, I think that's... Uh, unfortunately,
1: the way this particular one is set up, I have to answer all the questions before I can get the answers. I hate when they oh, do okay. that. Yeah,
2: because I know that Ifrit was actually like... First of all, there was two or three translations of Ifrit before we got to the R F R I F R I T version that yep. we have now. One was Gin: um, He was called, like, Jin, uh, with and without the silent D. Um, he also was Ifrit at one point with three Es uh, in that five-patch translation that was running around for the longest time. Uh, there's a Some lot of, of different
0: names like... that have adjusted. Some of that's just a consequence of trying to Romanize things that appear in languages with other character sets
2: kaizoku the pirates from final fantasy one that you rob blind to get a whole bunch of gp early in the game well it's k-y-z-o-k-u and it's like okay that doesn't make any sense in english but mm-hmm. kaizoku which is ka does make sense in japanese but we just they only, only had six so characters. much room yeah, yeah there's only, only, so, had six only characters, characters, so many characters so it became yeah. ky instead yep. of kai and that's why he's Cyan instead of kai yeah, instead of being cayenne that, like the pepper, he's
3: cyan yeah. like the blue. That's why all the 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 early Final Fantasy games have amazing translations. Butts.
0: Butts. Well, <laughs> like I, I feel like he did reasonable work, especially under the circumstances. So
3: it's it's funny. We were talking a little earlier about uh, playing Five with a uh, a translation patch. There's actually a really good book out if you're interested in Five or like uh, localization and translation um, from Boss Fight Books. Uh, Chris Culler wrote it. Um, it's basically about kind of the fan community that came around uh when when f5 first came out in japan and the the fans that were kind of working together to like try and translate the game so that they could play it super interesting book uh yeah. if you're if you're into that kind of stuff definitely check that out from uh from boss fight books or from five uh, all right we need
1: one more person to jump into the calling channel uh silverwolf has joined in and uh, he needs an opponent
2: i saw that book and it looked really good um there's a few things that i wanted to look at specifically like how we got to Y burns like that's a really good one that just doesn't <laughs> make some, any sense it's
3: such a like it's such a fascinating book like they they've got a, a lot of different games that they they've uh had books on um i know just recently they had like a resident evil one come out uh, uh, i haven't like gotten to it yet but
0: looks like their most recent one is about final fantasy 6
3: that's right. They were doing a six. I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a oh, there's 2 book, but they also do like other, there's like an MKA Jam book. There's a Shovel Knight book. There's just all sorts of different games.
0: The release so. date on the FF6 one is early 2021. Ah, that's okay. why I don't have
2: it yet. Oh, I see.
0: Oh my gosh, they got Katamari Damacy in here.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they got some really I cool can't imagine there's... the dialogue from Katamari being an absolute <laughs> party to try they, to translate.
3: I feel like every so often there's there's some really good sales or they'll show up on like Humble Bundle or something. Um but yeah, definitely if that's if that's some you know sounds like something in your wheelhouse, uh, check it out. It was super interesting. All right. Okay.
1: Well, we wait for one more oh person.
3: My gosh, they have a book on Bible adventures. Or you can you can always try and find that. Uh, I think it was posted on Reddit a few years back. The uh, the book of uh, columns that Yoshida published in like week in Monthly Famitsu or whatever, where he talks about how uh, he doesn't understand why Americans don't have bidets.
0: Okay, I mean, like the <laughs> pandemic finally took care of that. We have one. It's awesome.
3: They are amazing. He does kind of great. And so, and so he went to ask Koji, because Koji's an American, and Koji's like, I don't understand why they don't either. And Yoshida's know, just was like, I give up. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> I will say, after living in Japan, um, I came back and I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom at four in the morning. And I was very mad about it, because I was like, no, when I had to go to the bathroom at four in the morning in Japan, there's a thermometer and, like, a temperature, like, heat element thing in the seat bit so that it was, like, an even, like, room temperature thing. Yeah, a nice, fe- a nice
3: fu- future toilet for your
2: butt. Yeah. <laughs> right, so it wasn't just frozen porcelain in the middle of a Japanese winter. Welcome to and Phoenix Town like, Radio,
1: where we talk about uh, Japanese toilets.
2: I mean, it was a toilet, bro. It hooked me up. It was a good time. Uh, <laughs> Ota City was rad. I, I loved living in Japan, but I don't want to do it long-term. No.
1: Alright, here's a question for you guys. Maybe you know. Uh, which Final Fantasy game introduced the save crystal that refilled HP and MP upon touching?
0: Oh, Was that it's it? like there were some that there were some that had that functionality of various things like a thing of life water or whatever,
2: but not as at the save crystal. No, like at the crystal or at the save spot where you were allowed to Five. use a <laughs> dungeon or something.
1: Uh, Alright, so choices are seven. Eight, nine, 9, 10, ten, ten, two, or eleven. Oh, ten. I believe it was. Actually... It was earlier
2: than that, but I also ancient, so I think everything was earlier than well, that. I was
3: thinking five, so I don't I don't know anymore. I believe it's actually seven. Everything I seven. knew was up to this point was a lie.
2: I already said eight. I'm sticking with it. Where are they? I'm, there?
1: Come
4: I'm pretty answers.
2: sure it was ten.
1: It was ten. Hmm. Ha! Huh.
2: Wow. I've beaten ten two times. It was not my jam.
1: Which Final Fantasy twelve judge is the twin brother of Balthier? Gabranth. Yeah, marvelous, Marvelous, Marvelous. Uh yeah, Sarah already got yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: He's the current featured character in DeFu right now. Oh, is he? Cool. Yeah. He has a cool uh, Judge Magister ability that puts all sorts of penalties on uh enemies that whenever they take their turn. Debuff
2: the crap out of things. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then cast
0: judgment on them. When You attack anyone with that debuff.
1: All right. Which two Final Fantasy games are combined in the Final Fantasy Anthology for PlayStation?
0: I do not acknowledge the existence of that game.
1: Anthology. Anthology. Anthology
3: is so, so, five and six. That is
1: correct. It is
0: five okay.
3: and six. I was trying to think because I actually just went through that. I have all of those different Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Origins is if one and never... two.
1: Uh, yeah. Because Chronicle... right.
3: I was trying to think. I'm like, okay, one and two. Chronicles. Chronicles
1: was four and uh, Chrono. Chrono. Cross? Chrono. Trigger. Trigger. Chrono-trigger. Trigger. Chrono-trigger. Trigger. And then yeah. Anthology is, is five and six.
3: That is a
2: triggering Chrono Trigger right there. Yeah. If you like load. load times. <laughs> oh it was atrocious it was <laughs> it was so bad. so bad i don't know how we did it but we, here's, here's, we just wanted to here's, so we yeah. had-
3: here's, here's a here's a fun a fun one uh, which of these two games pick two had plans or actually had play online usage final fantasy 8 final fantasy 9 final fantasy 10 or final fantasy 12
1: it was 9 and 11
3: 9 11
0: wasn't
3: one of the options.
1: Oh, two. Okay, so nine and... I
3: knew about nine. I don't know about the other one now. Ten originally had planned for an online strategy guide that you could access via the game Oh, they client. did. But <laughs> that's so why
4: they answered answered ten,
3: it says cool. play online at the top of that main menu screen on PS2 and nobody knew why because originally they had plans for it. But I don't remember I that. I remember that now. Yeah, I, I knew... I, I remember the... the, the
2: was the they game were guide going for ten to or nine that had like play interest. online
3: logos through the whole. Thing. That was that was the nine. That was nine, the nine guys infamous for being absolutely mm-hmm. worthless. And I would yeah. love to add that to my collection. one of these days. <laughs> I I
4: still, I've got I, it I back like there.
3: Still have it <laughs> nice. Like, I almost had a chance to grab it a few weeks ago, but I cited
0: that in a library school assignment,
3: Every- just
0: like as an example of archival issues.
1: Yeah. No, I I have the guide for every one of the versions I of my games for PlayStation. So, Nice. like that
0: guide actively makes me angry.
3: <laughs> I still have my original Pokemon Red and Blue guide with all the tall hundred and fifty stickers intact.
2: Oh, nice! All
1: right, how about this one? In which non? Did you con- have the one
2: that had the uh, the benches for everybody? That was fun. I I Never don't don't mind. Nobody had that book with me. It's right. fine.
1: <laughs> in which in which non final fantasy 7 game is there a character named shinra 10 Fair.
0: 10 yeah uh, no
1: 10 too
3: ten two. oh shit
1: shinra is the noel all right. kid in the gullwing airship
3: i mean 10, ten universe 10 and jason i still got it <laughs> no partial credit <laughs> well oh, okay there mm-hmm. we go half point, half point. Uh, i feel
0: sorry
3: for Having to keep sitting there.
1: Yep. Like come on, I know somebody out there wants a uh, their chance at a
3: uh, Did you know that uh, that emote? Shinra is actually in a picture in the Shinra lobby in 7 remake?
1: Nice. That's pretty cool.
3: I had not noticed that. Yeah. It's super hard to see when you when 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 it's in there, but it's there's like a it's I think that's like the museum. It's like a museum section and there's a picture of like an old Shinra like staff or whatever and you could totally see the mask. Uh, from from that guy in there.
1: All right. Which of the following is not a city or town in any Final Fantasy game? Ooh. Is it Juno, Junon, Rabinaster, Balum, Alzadel, or Luca? Alzadel. Yeah.
2: Uh, also, doesn't sound right. Yeah. I'm like listening to all these. I'm like that's one. That's one. <laughs> right. That's one. That's <laughs> one. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Definitely <laughs> is one. So it was this one.
0: <laughs> Alcatel is the name of the undersea ruins that are the body of the original Alexander in Eleven.
3: Ah, yes. so it's not a city, but it's a location. It is a location. Yep. That's you can tricky, teleport but there. Like it. Yeah. True, True or
1: false? Ifrit appears in no form in Final Fantasy twelve.
3: True. True.
0: I'm not convinced. I feel like there's something like an no, item name or something.
3: You...
1: Oh, Sarah is correct. It it is the name of one of the airships in the Arcadian fleet.
2: Oh, that's, that's right. They named all the
3: airships off of the. That's right. They named all the airships Sheba. after all the
2: summons that they didn't use because they used the alternate names correct. and alternate yeah. summons for a bunch, yeah. Of- yeah. Yeah. Also a bunch of things. like it
0: was the At-Lion
2: was one of them.
1: Yeah, they had some really weird things. All right, here's what we're going to do for Silverwolf since he's been in there waiting so awesome. We're going to give him a chance to go at the, uh, the, the second quiz. So we're going to drag him down here. Silverwolf, welcome. How's it going?
3: Doing good. How about you?
1: Doing well. So we're going to let you go up and uh, try and take on these five questions. And if you can get at least three of them right, we're going to give you that mount. How's that sound? Good to me. And if you don't, you still get a, an um, emote, so you're not leaving empty-handed. All right. righty. So here we go. First question: What is the name of Seymour's Aeon in Final Fantasy X? Is it A Anima, B Ixion, C Bahamut, or D Ifrit? I'm gonna say with A Anima. That is correct. It is Anima. Mm, what, an, what a what uh, a uh, Aeon, it is, huh?
0: Like, it's already all right, and, like, kind of weird, and then you drop below the surface, and ugh.
2: And that's <laughs> very small. creepy. Every time it's, it shows up, I just feel so disturbed and gross. The first time you play 10 and you see it with
3: that CG, you're like, what is that? Like, that's not. a a summon I'm used to seeing what the hell this game is weird remember when
2: there was a half naked girl covered in ice and like a weird bull thing that was on fire those were great what the fuck is this where's grandpa (laughs) lightning bolt I need that (laughs)
3: please we had two bulls that would play paper rock scissors with each other and fling one it was like that was great I don't know what this thing is this is is some like horror movie
2: stuff here it's Uh, winking at me and I'm dying I don't like it
3: (laughs) alright
1: Silverwolf question 2 (laughs) <laughs> what was chaos? the final boss from Final Fantasy I originally called? A Quetzalcoatl B Ifrit, C Balthazar, or D Garland:
0: I'm going to go. that's a long shot with C Balthazar..
1: Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no. Uh, Chaos was uh, Garland, actually. He flung himself back in time and uh, became Chaos.
0: Balthazar did show up in, I believe, Chrono Trigger. They had the three sages that were named after the three magi from the biblical story. I want to say Balthazar was the one who ended up in the future making the epic. Yes.
1: But no worries, you still have uh, three more questions to go. So, question 3. What game or games mention espers? Final Fantasy 12, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 6, both Final Fantasy 12 and Final Fantasy 6, or all of the above.
0: I'm going to go with uh Final Fantasy 12 and six
1: that is correct both final fantasy 12 and six mention espers in final fantasy eight they're called guardian forces
0: for the longest time i thought that esper was like some kind of like phantom it's like like an ember but like more phantom and then i found out that no it's (laughs) esp -er. Mm -hmm. that was another one that we can thank ted woolsey for (laughs) I do just fit into the six character limit.
1: but I do. I do like Esper.
0: Oh, no. When I say thank him, I mean it literally. I think the command is deeply underappreciated in
1: this case. It's, I think it's very cool. All right. Question four, which final fantasy character was the leading character in final fantasy tactics? Was it a Ramza? B. Delita. C. Marsh. Or D, Vaughn. Well, I would go with uh, Ramza. And? That is correct. Ramza Bolin was the uh, leading character in Final Fantasy taxic- Tactics. Delita and Marsh were both in that game, but uh, they were they had other roles to play.
0: Uh, Marsh, I think, was in Tactics Advance. Yeah. And he there's was... a reasonable argument that he's really the villain that you just play
1: as. He's, he's Tactics mean, ad- Adjacent.
0: I was going <laughs> to say, if he played TA, yeah, he's
1: not a good guy.
0: <laughs> it's a controversial game.
1: All right, you've gotten three correct. Let's just see if you can get this last one. Shoot. Which recurring character name appears the mo- in most Final Fantasy games? Is it A. Sophie? B. Sid. C. Tifa. D. Aerith. Or E. Garnet.
0: I will go with uh, B. Sid.
1: Well done. You know your Final Fantasy, sir.
0: For bonus points, do you know who's second most common?
1: Ooh. Uh, Biggs and Wedge,
0: maybe? I think. I (laughs) believe. I think that might I be. I believe so, though. That I'm not. Some of it depends on how you count spellings, but either them
2: or Sarah.
1: Yeah, Sarah was yep. in one.
2: Sarah, with or without an H, shows up like a lot.
1: S E R A. S A R A H. Yeah. I mean. Uh,
0: and also, that's Garnet's original name.
1: What?
2: Oh, that's true. It is her yeah. name. And then she becomes. That's there's right, because she was. Nine's great, room. by the way. Yeah, Nine. Like, is- if you. If you look at the thing in the Summoner Village,
0: there's an entire little thing you can do where you find a etching from uh, Garnet's original mother, saying like her and her daughter Sarah. Having a princess Sarah is another recurring hmm. motif for the series.
2: Yep. Well, congrac- also
0: Mobius. But that's kind of one-ish.
1: Yeah. Congratulations! You have won uh, a uh, Carbuncle mount. So we're gonna. F- we- I have both an uh, option uh, for the uh, um, Emerald and the Topaz one. So we'll work with between you and Nick Narr to figure out who gets what and we'll get you those codes sent. So thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you. All right.
0: For with you code for fight to the death.
1: Yes, we can do that too. That'd be awesome.
0: That's going to be our next episode.
1: Just kidding. Thanks again, Silver Wolf. I'm going to move you back up into the, uh, the, the call in channel. Have a good one.
2: We're not kidding. Phoenix episode Phoenix Down Radio episode one thirty. Fight to the death for our amusement.
1: <laughs> for our love. We
2: should have been doing this way
1: sooner. All right. That it's was true. That was cool. I'm glad uh we were able to get through those. Um I wanna do more stuff like that. So you guys make sure to follow jump into our Discord channel and uh make sure to uh to save it in your list so that we can come join us when you join us live here at twitch.tv slash phoenix on radio and you can uh be a part of the conversation and uh do some fun stuff like this.
0: We love you guys. We want to give you
1: things. Exactly. And uh, like I said, I will get in touch with everybody and get your codes sent out to you. And don't, rem- don't forget that those of you listening out on the podcast will have a chance to uh, win one of three mounts as well just by sending us your um, favorite Final Fantasy memory to either at PHXDN Radio on Twitter or email us at podcast at phoenixdarnradio.com. So make sure to uh, send us those memories, and in, I suppose, about a month or so, we'll we'll cut it off and we'll pick our, our three favorites and send you uh, codes.
0: Ooh.
1: All right. So the reason we're doing all this stuff is because for some odd reason, we've been doing this for five years now, and you guys are still listening. Time is
3: weird. I'm sorry. What did you say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
3: I just, it was
2: so easy. I'm sorry. Talos is trying to talk trash to me and he's muted. <laughs> I was going to say I needed to mute Fusion. Uh, I, I love how you your... knew that I was giving you shit even though I was muted, though. That's the I, best I part. Tell.
3: I, you were like pointing and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew what was, knew what was right. going on.
2: Fair enough. But yeah. It, <laughs> anyway.
1: So, yeah, I know we've talked about this a few times on the show, but um, our start to this podcast came out of basically my uh, unemployment. And it's kind of weird. <laughs> I listened to a lot of podcasts as I was out walking and running on the, uh, the trails. And, um, one of them, I listened to limit break radio. I listened to, um, sequence break, listened to something called Aetherite radio. And um, maybe you've heard of them.
3: It was an all right one. Yeah.
1: They were okay. Um, I mean, there, there were a lot of podcasts out there talking about final fantasy 14. And, uh, I was spending a lot of time playing that game because, well, I had nothing but time while well, I was unemployed, so. And uh, talked with Sarah, talked with uh, my friend Luna, a- a.k.a. Pixie, um, talked with a uh, another one of our uh, FC mates, um, Tristan, and uh, we started this show. And uh, five years later, Sarah and I are still here, and we've had a total of seven different hosts We've had
2: Tristan, Sayo, Pixie, Chili, me.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then Sarah and Klaus. (laughs) Yep.
2: I was going to say, you two are the permanents. It's that third spot that keeps rotating.
3: Yep.
0: It's almost (laughs) like each time we get another host, we drain them of their life force and discard their Withered Husk.
3: That's how it looks so beautiful. You 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 always
2: have that extra slot of of just rotating people. Yep. How are you doing, Talos? I'm doing great, man. It's great. I'm so, I, I'm filling up this husk so that you guys can drain more of me and continue life energy left in this one.
1: <laughs> he, he's got all that uh, black magic going on up in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, that's how Fusion's I, been doing it for so long, too.
0: <laughs> you don't reveal your guest's secrets.
2: That's just rude.
1: Why? He told me that. Yeah, I could mention it there before. So <laughs>
2: Yeah, we drain all the life force out of mm. Woodenville, and we're good to go because there's nothing there anyway.
3: Well, I figured not you just sure. sucked the life out of Vancouver.
2: I mean, I'm okay with that, too, honestly. <laughs> it's,
3: all that, it's all that Twin Peaks energy.
2: Oh, that's true. That's okay. true.
3: You're not wrong. But yeah, I'm... So... A friend
2: mine works at the Lodge. She says it's really weird finding people that are, like, watch Twin Peaks for the first time in 2020, and then come to mm. Snow Welby. It's a good time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so,
1: Sarah, since you've been here since the beginning... What were your thoughts when I first asked you that question? You want to do, do a podcast?
0: I mean, I would, it was mostly like, yeah, that sounds kind of fun. I, I didn't think this was going to become an actual serious thing. It was like, this is a lark that will entertain us for a bit. And we'll see who knows. Like, this has gone in a... I did not expect to be going to FanFest on this. I did not expect that, like, we were going to have guests and be going for five years and be this deep into it. It was just a random fun thing to do. So I'm pleased, I'm flattered as I'll get out. I'm a little bit surprised, not in a bad way, but it's like, I did not expect any of this. This is weird.
1: You're not wrong in those sentiments. I mean, like I said, I I did this as something to uh, abide my time and and to kind of not think about, you know, the negative things going on in my life at the time is something positive to focus on. And uh, I...
0: It, it, it's like a thing if you are a white guy of a
2: certain age you start a podcast that's how it works that sounds <laughs> if you're in way your early th- 30s you just watch a tv show from the 90s and bitch about it with a sibling and you have 40 minute episodes and your parents listen to the first five minutes of every episode and it's a good time that's just how podcasting works
1: oh that's what that
2: Pretty
1: is it, yeah. you know what? it's so weird i actually had never really listened to any podcasts t- until 2015
0: I mostly oh, listen to sure. random NPR uh, ones. That's I mean, still most of my list. I mean, but. don't get me wrong. I, I started
3: podcasting early enough that, like, I would tell people I did that, and I would still get the what's a podcast like <laughs> answer. Like, they're like, what? What now? I mean, I was getting this that cool five years ago,
2: odds.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, podcasts, even yeah, five years time, ago, yeah. were relatively new to a lot of people. Um. I had no idea what they were. And I'm going to mention, yeah, I do a podcast. And a what? Oh, and then I explained it. And they're like, oh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I didn't listen to much until I started, you know, needing something other than the the same songs on uh, Amazon Prime Radio, you know, as I'm running. You can only listen. Go ahead.
0: Uh, go ahead and finish
1: because i was gonna say you can only listen to the same you know list of songs every time you're running you know for so long until you just start to get just you need something else to to think about especially when you're on mile f- 6 or 7 and your body is starting to like just go against you and not want to keep going you need something else to to make your mind think of of other things and podcasts actually did that for me i mean i listen yeah. to so many podcasts during that summer and then got the idea maybe we should try it and uh like I said, you know, we got I picked up uh I did it on a Logitech G930 wireless headset of all things. And it Oh did man, it-
3: we had the shoddiest equipment back then. <laughs> oh don't even I started doing my podcasting with a mic from a PS2 copy of SOCOM. I have <laughs> that too. I've got one of those too. I didn't that was podcast that was how it, I but- started. Yeah. No I SOCOM I-
1: mic.
0: So was a, had, it
3: wasn't even mine. I took it from my brother. <laughs> I never had the What's
0: a Podcast experience, but uh, but I'm pretty sure that's just because I lived in the Silicon
3: Valley. And so people Fair are enough. like, oh, yeah, okay, we know computers. They're, they're, all, they're all hip with it over there. They know what's going on. But yeah, so. They've got w- their problems.
2: So anything's had, better than the iPhone with the recording app open with three people around a dinner table, literally shouting at the phone and not at each other have, and hoping to God that it doesn't echo. And I have friends like do that
1: for podcasting too. And, but it's like, you know, we didn't have that option being Sarah was out in California and uh, mm-hmm. I'm here. Luna was in um, a different part of Minnesota and uh, I don't remember where um Tristan was at, but um.
0: Uh, Canada, Saskatchewan. Okay,
1: so I mean, oh yeah, no, that's not happening then. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't all just sit around a table and do it there, but you know, Discord was a brand new thing at the time. Actually, I think it's like maybe it's like maybe a year older than us. I think they're maybe celebrating six years pretty soon, but I know it's pretty new. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of you guys, I think you, uh, Fusion, you used uh, Skype a lot, didn't you?
3: Yeah, we used Skype for a long time, um, going back and forth between the various uh, third-party recorders that you had to pay for to see which one wasn't complete trash.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did the same when I did when I attempted doing podcasting. I just had two co-hosts that just both flaked, and I was like, I have no time for this.
1: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that we did that made it easy is the fact that every podcast was done live. We every yep. every single podcast we've ever done was always recorded through twitch and the tools that we use for broadcasting make it so easy to record the video and then you can just rip the audio out of it and that made the recording portion of it just super simple um
2: not everybody else don't edit the crap out of ours we're just like this is what you get um i did it's It's rough now because there, there is that video
3: component now back in the day you know it's like we would do like a live show on like (laughs) Uh, just in tv with like no video and that was a huge thing back then Mm. and now it's like everybody does a video and it's like whatever
1: (laughs) but i mean we're in the
0: future it's a weird
1: future but it's a future when i actually when we first started i remember editing the hell out of the podcast i mean i would go through every single little bit of the waveform and i would balance each portion of it I would get rid of all the little spaces out of it. And I would, I, I remember episode two, it was cause I happened to be in the hospital um, visiting my dad. He had just actually had a heart attack and um, brought my laptop up there and we edited, I edited the podcast up at the hospital for like four hours.
3: <laughs> and then around year two or three, you just you hit that that bar where you just don't quite care as much anymore, or you found a way to just make it a little bit easier, so you don't have to spend like twice as long as the actual yeah. show is doing the edits I, for I, it. Yeah, I,
1: I I got so sick of just doing that that I re- researched everything you can do in Audacity, and I I used a bunch of those little happy tools in there. I found I used a program called Levelator for a while, um. That would actually level all the audio a little bit more, but uh no, I mean it's it's as we've been doing it, I found shortcuts, and I'm sure it's Fusion you too yeah. you've got just probably oh, yeah. a ton of shortcuts that you can do to get the podcast out in a in a you could probably get it out earlier than you actually do put it out, but I think you guys put it out like uh, two uh two days later, like Monday well, morning so
3: so we actually. Do it now uh and this is all zen uh, zen it's i haven't actually edited a show for a while which is great after having done this as long as i've been doing to have somebody else do that little bit of legwork is amazing i bet um but we we wait um at least a full 24 hours because of our uh twitch affiliate contract with in regards to exports and stuff uh, hmm. because you need to wait a day before you can export it from twitch to youtube if you're Uh, like an affiliate or a partner or something like that so um you know we we post the uh mp3 and we have that video available at the same time so we just wait until that um usually we try and post sunday night but definitely like by monday uh with a with a saturday recording so for us i mean with the podcast we put
1: i put the, the audio out immediately it's it's done by midnight um my time so You know, still technically Saturday night, the podcast is out there, but we wait 24 hours and actually I get it ready to go on YouTube and have it set to automatically go up 24 hours after the, uh, the start of the show. So (laughs) that has been an amazing thing, by the way, having, being able to schedule, um, YouTube videos before you had scheduling your
2: YouTube videos, even scheduling on like Libsyn and stuff. You just set it up and you'd be like, "I, I, we had, we were so busy, we recorded four episodes in a day. By the fourth episode, we were like, well, all the jokes are done. I'm like, this is the boring episode because we're just not funny anymore. We've been recording for six hours. And then at the end of it, I was like, wow, that episode was 20 minutes and the first one was 45. Like, clearly we fucked up. Like, let's redo that one later. But I had it all scheduled and I was like, I don't have to do this for a month. This is really nice. I don't mind this at all. Well, depending on your and- subject
1: matter, though, I mean, sometimes you can get away yeah. with that. But I mean, when you're talking about... A lot of the Final Fantasy, at least the fourteen podcasts, we can't do Mm -hmm. that.
2: No, we were doing '90s anime reviews, and it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: then you can because (laughs) that's (laughs) not changing. That's not changing. It's not.
2: It's this aired in 1998. It's okay. Like we can just go. It's fine.
1: But you know, when we've got some, you know, time sensitive news, you know, we got you know very limited time to work on it, so we kind of have to jump right on that. But um,
0: I, I. yeah, and I actually ended up making some notes because I was thinking, like, five years, the game itself has been through a lot of changes. I actually went through and found out what was going on in the game around each of our anniversaries. All right, let's 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 hear it. Uh, let's
1: hear it, Sarah.
0: Yeah. So, we launched uh, in September of 2015, and just a month or two later, we got Patch 3.1, which introduced Void Arc and the original Diadem, as well as Lord of Verminion and the Idol Camera.
1: Yep, I think... At that time, one it was,
0: of those success.
1: and Sarah, I think at that time it was just you and me doing the episodes then um yeah. Tr- Tristan had gone off a- a- to do his own thing, and Luna was taking a break. so I remember yeah. um from Corthus with love you remember mm-hmm. you remember that one? I think that was like our third Friend. episode <laughs> God and, you know some, some of the weird stuff that we talked about during those early episodes.
0: Yeah, we were still kind of figuring out the format at that point. That's true. Let's let's see. Our first anniversary came up right at about the same time as Patch 3.4, and that was the first time we learned about. What was going on on the 1st? The introduction to the Warriors of Darkness, uh, the entire thing with Minfilia going off to help fight against the Floodlight. That happened at our first anniversary. Mm. Uh, also the culmination of the Alexander raid. And that was also when they introduced advent uh, squadrons that Adventurers in Good Standing for their grand company could start recruiting people to form their own squadrons for that.
1: And I remember that, was, that episode yeah. we also had Aya and Shannon join us. So that was a, actually a very nice was, episode for us yeah that was great time and and just uh a month and a half later we were in vegas
2: oh oh my god yeah that
1: 2016 that was an amazing you know of of all of the the shows that i've done episode 29 what happens in vegas is still my favorite because yeah, we were well, all in
0: Vegas apparently gets broadcast over the entire
1: goddamn internet, <laughs> <laughs> but we were all together. That's the important yeah. part. We, you know, it was our first, it was your, your, and my first time meeting, it was our first time meeting Chile. Um, we had a whole bunch of the, the different, uh, podcasters joining us live. Uh, I think we just must've just missed you fusion. Um,
3: oh, I was around. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, this would have been after the Primals concert. Yeah. So, it's always hard because it, FanFest is great to get together with people, right? But it is just a scheduling nightmare. It's, you know, the same for any big convention, PAX or E3. You always have that, "Oh yeah, like we'll
2: we'll we'll schedule something. We'll we'll do dinner." It never happens. Yeah. But I mean, the intent yeah, on is Tuesday after the shit is over and you haven't flown out yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, for you, just, I suppose it was a, a very different thing because, you know, for us we were mainly there as fans. Um and we were, uh, you know, it just it was it was personally my first time uh, at FanFest. Sarah was there in 2014. Um he got to do the whole uh, um volunteer thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, yeah. there are still some people from that uh Odin challenge that I want
0: to just find and like swap with with, with the fishing <laughs> Yeah.
3: It, it really wasn't all that different, I think, from a normal attendee experience. I mean, the the only differences I can think of would be like 2014, because they still did interviews with Yoshida behind closed doors during the event itself. Um, they don't do that anymore because they want him walking around and interacting with fans. And then uh, that would have been, what was it, 20, whatever Frankfurt was, they did like a, a press conference there. Um and then I think they did a, another press conference. Uh yeah, yeah, they did a press conference at the last one in Vegas that because that was the the question about the brothels. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't there for that. I was at the uh the LBR after party. That was their their oh. last big kind of hurrah. Yep. Um right. but yeah, I mean other than that like all I get is like a I get a front seat, like a front row seat for the the keynote. Hmm. Like that's really Yeah. Well, that's about it. <laughs> but yeah, we were press assets. And
1: I don't know how I did it but uh that was also the time when I was up for 40 hours straight.
2: Ooh, didn't you drive all the way there and then and I like drove. stay there?
1: Yeah, we drove. Yeah. We we drove from it Ew. was myself, Luna and uh our friend Altrea, we all drove in my little uh, Mercury piece of shit. And uh it it was a 28-hour drive. <laughs> and uh, I once we like just here
3: and that's rough dude.
1: Once we got there, the car sat. We did not move. Um but then, like I said, we got sleep the first night. Um but from when FanFest started, I was up from when FanFest st- opened to when FanFest closed because of that oh. goddamn <sighs> merch line.
0: Yeah, I remember like, oh my god, people are insane, I'm gonna get sleep, you could stay up all night in the room. I have the room myself.
1: Sarah was the only one in the in the room at the Paris because Luna and I and uh Daltrea were all down playing Final Fantasy fourteen in the halls of the Paris, waiting in line there.
0: I also vaguely remember doing a lore book reading uh, for a whole, whole bunch of people like at the end. We were just sitting around on couches streaming stuff and I was just flipping through and I started reading off the chronology.
1: To yep, I, I believe Remix or Emmy had gotten the, uh, their hands on the lore book because um, they had gotten in merch line <laughs> right away. And they were one of the lucky few to get one. So Sarah got a copy of it and for about half the podcast he was sitting behind us reading through the lore book.
0: <laughs> I will do a story time anywhere and for anyone literally.
1: But no, that was by far probably my favorite episode just because of everybody was right there. Um we were we, you know we were touching talking and it was the energy was there. Um we got walk-bys from Yoshi and uh um Soken and uh Fox Clan. We actually got Matt mm-hmm. and I and Shannon back on uh to just to say hi. Um it was a lot of fun. I, That's such a sweetheart. heart. It was, yeah. Those those guys worked their asses off that time. I remember so.
3: And it, you know, it took them a few years, but they nailed the merch line. They finally, oh yeah, finally figured yeah, it they out. It. The, the, uh, the, uh, first, the, the first the first FanFest 2014, they had a uh, like a like a VIP badge that you could get, like a like an upgraded mm-hmm. kind of pass, and so you got early access to the yep, to the, the ballroom
1: and a free T-shirt
3: yeah so i i have that i actually so i had the early access because i was pressed uh and so i went to the merch <laughs> booth first thing and i was like you'll have plenty of time to do that and i'm like no i want to get this out of the way and that whole 2014 the line for the merch room was just wrapped around the the outside of the of the the, the walls of that room and then uh, the next year oh i felt so bad because the next year so it's like The Merch Line is like this historic event, right? It's like, it's so bad. Mm -hmm. So the next year, I can remember talking to some of the the staff. They're like, no, we got this on lock this year. We take, like, Apple Pay. We take it all these different things. We got all these different registers. And it was even worse than 2014. It wrapped up. It were like three lines going into one line. Like, it was the... uh, Also, it was staffed with temps who clearly didn't care. The staff, yeah, the staff at the at the at the Paris were just, oh my god! I heard them just like talking about the attendees, like while people were walking by, they were just talking all sorts of nasty stuff. It was bad. Yeah,
1: twenty fourteen, really they bad. they had uh, um people volunteer from the community. Sarah was able to yeah. get in on that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty sixteen, they hired people. I remember I
0: worked, up, I remember I worked under uh, Joshua, who does the Diffuse live streams now. Cool.
3: Hm. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they had done those for eleven too, uh volunteers. Yeah. For for staffing, yeah. In twenty eighteen, yeah. how did that one work? I guess that's when I didn't get to attend either.
0: Twenty eighteen they actually used proper crowd management techniques.
3: Okay. Twenty eighteen was solid. Yeah. I mean, they had the they had that same uh kind of like merch pickup that they had um I think premiered at uh Frankfurt. Yep. I think I... was the first time they did the big orders. It was beautiful. I was in and out. Get yeah. in my in my order. It was so good.
0: They had like you put in the order ahead of time. They had your merch ready to go. Like yep. there was still a merch line, but it was moving.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's like a graveyard of bags and just like huge room. They would just you had a thing. They would they you know they knew which aisle it was in. They would just grab it, hand it to you. They would check everything is in there, and then you get the hell out of there. Yep, and I, it was it was so good. Yeah,
1: I had Yalta from Gather Together order or. Uh, uh, get some stuff for me. I paid her ahead of time and just went, then when they got back, I went and picked it up. So <laughs> I was. that's how we got the alpha and the, uh, second, um,
0: I think you can see my book. alpha.
1: Yep. Mine's hiding back there somewhere, but then thanks to some, uh, podcast called Aetherite Radio, I got a it's, bunch of these things. So how do you
2: get those? I, I, I oh, won yeah, the contest.
1: That's right. Remember? That's right.
2: Yeah, you, you're always
3: winning <laughs> and, contests. And
1: with... wasn't that the episode I was guesting with you guys on?
2: Yeah,
3: I think it probably was. <laughs> probably.
2: That sounds that's right. Just, that's just oh, your you're guest hosting. It's a contest. Here you go. Have a bunch. You of have this, and I, you have and this I'm
3: amazing like... contest luck. You've won like three plushies, I think, from Duty Commands too, two. haven't you? Two. Hey, two. two. Okay. Who's the one sitting on the on the Stormblood chair? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know how much of a pain in the ass this chair has been? to I've deal heard, with though? I've heard. Oh my, oh my gosh. The, the,
1: the, the content, the, the duty commands that you won that chair on is the one I won the uh, rabbit
3: on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, huh. too funny. But uh, yeah, and it, I, I, fe- I will th- be 100% honest with you fusion. I felt bad when I, when you drew, when, when your um system drew my name.
3: I really it was, did feel weird. Bad. it was a little weird, but, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, eh, whatever, it was random. And it, it was like, it's, I'm like, it's always <laughs> a challenge for, for us. I don't know if, if you've had a, a similar issues, but like we'll do like a, an off the air kind of contest and mm-hmm. we'll pick winners and then we'll reach out and be like, hey, you won. And then we don't hear anything we've been so then we have to like reach out to somebody else and we don't hear anything and so this contest that ended in like january we're in the like march now still trying to find a winner for whatever the hell it was we're giving away so that you know you were there you could you know we could confirm it just take it <laughs> <laughs>
1: fair enough um we we, we haven't had it that bad i guess uh our our community is pretty uh they, they check in quite frequently i guess but i understand what you're saying though i mean it's got to be tough because you need to verify everything first before you just send it out yep. and, and close it off. But no, the, the, the kind of stuff that, that you get to do with that is, is crazy. And as we've been going throughout the years, you know, we've tried to do contests and, you know, we've, we've got different ways that people have supported our, our, um, our, our little uh, endeavor here. Like when Twitch finally opened up the affiliate program, mm. I'm sure you guys were in the same boat, you know, right when they opened it up, we got that email. And said, you know, you, you guys are, you meet the requirements, here you go. And then, uh, you know, being able to do the, the fun emotes and stuff like that for the people who want to support us on a regular basis.
3: We, we actually may not have been on that on day one because we, for, for a long time, we weren't a weekly show. Um, we really only committed to the weekly stuff uh last year i think starting last year last like january okay um but i mean you know we would still do shows it was just kind of like a whenever we can get people together thing it wasn't you know we could go a month without an episode but now we're really trying to to be if i say this after having canceled the last two weeks but
1: uh (laughs) i mean did you not have other streams that would that were uh you know putting out content Uh though
3: not really. We we really don't have any big like stream plans for that kind of stuff. We do the the podcast, and that's you know every so often we might stream something. But most of the the people that work uh, on on our team have their own channels that they work on. And, okay. So it wasn't yeah. done
1: through the Gamer Escape channel f- f- at that time.
3: Well, it, it it was, but we just didn't do it frequently enough. No, I, mean, to I mean, the meet other, that affiliate the other, yeah, requirement.
1: Fair enough, because I think it's uh, yeah. seven days. Um. 25 hours seven or
3: eight days a month like 30 hours uh it's just yeah and and then three viewers
1: three viewer average i mean you had the viewer average i know that you get a lot of people who watch your podcast live and that's really cool um well yeah we were fortunate enough at the time we met it and we've been i think we're on 38 months now is how long it's been going so just over three years no we've had patreon as well that's you know, thanks to our patrons, we got the cameras for Talas and Sarah and, and debuted those two weeks ago. I know you guys that have been using cameras for quite a while, and it's—I think it adds a lot to the show personally.
3: Oh yeah, it's—it's it's interesting. I mean, I can remember when we started to to get into it a little bit, and it's just you, <laughs> especially <Sarah>. from <laughs> I was just kind of like looking off, and I like look back, and it just <laughs> his face. Um, yeah, it's, it was we lost weird all the going f- with with an audio only set up for as long as we did. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I had said earlier, it was a big deal. Just do like a, a live audio only show. Uh, and now we're doing cameras and all sorts of stuff. And so it was really interesting to to see that kind of uh, the way that this this medium has kind of evolved from just audio into video. And
1: mm-hmm. it, uh, it's a full it's multimedia experience. And, uh, you know, yeah, been... it really is we've been expanding you know the technology we use here as well i mean it was about a year a year and 3 quarters ago when i when we upgraded to XLR on my end and using a mixer and now this year I added a go XLR and you know DSLR cameras and
3: there's always there's always little refinements yeah my camera would be the next big one for me but I don't know if I'll if I really need it. That, that
1: I tell bag. you what though, wh- when I ended up getting my DSLR, I, got, I just got it this year. Um, I brought it with me when I went on vacation up north, and that happened to be the week when that uh, comet was out there. And holy oh, shit! Being perfect. able to do astrophotography with this thing, it, it, oh, I bet it allowed me to kind of just expand the usage of it and learn more about it. And it's been so much fun. I mean, plus the fact that you got different lenses you can use for it. Like right now, I'm using um the smallest lens i can find is just a 24 millimeter lens so i'm not so zoomed in but uh then yeah
3: just, i mean and i would definitely use it to, you know if, if e3 or pax ever happens again um yeah. but it's just you know i don't know if that that justifies the price yeah, i mean I, I could take pictures with my phone that they work. they work well enough
1: yeah i mean my phone so. right now is a freaking note 10 i mean that i could shoot so much on that too but yeah. uh being able to th- I wanted to take this to uh FanFest too, but it's just like
3: FanFest, yeah. what's that? It's a, it's a thing that used to exist. I wonder what Before the Dark Times. You know, uh, this
1: might be a discussion for another uh episode or or something like that, but something to think about. I wonder what they're going to be doing for us because you know they're going to cancel the EU FanFest as well. So they they got to have something oh, in the yeah. in the plant in the works. And I wonder if you have an idea what that is, but you can't tell I, us.
3: I, <laughs> I wish. I wish. I don't even know if Square knows yet. Um, that's, that's fair. I, I, bare, bare bones, I think it's just a live letter. They just turn it into a live letter. And um, maybe,
0: like, hey, here's some of the loot that we were going to have available.
3: Hey I mean uh, realistically they any loot that they have gets down cuz you're not going to pay $150 for a couple of Mog Station items. They they down price it, they make it an affordable Mog Station item. They say, "Look, this is what we were going to have available. It's on the Mog Station. Here's a live letter. We'll talk about whatever's coming up. Here's some I, merch I, that I, we were you know, going to make I for." I don't it. know what else they can Yeah, I mean well we've already kind of seen that probably. I would be willing to bet that that Omega statue uh was probably hmm. intended for for FanFest originally. Maybe. Um But yeah, I just I don't know, like they they could throw out a little bit of merch around there. I, I, you know, it's probably early enough with everything happening that they probably didn't like already have merch made. Um, So there may or may not be like, a you know, like a FanFest 2020 t-shirt that they need to try and offload somehow, but maybe a little bit of merch. I think the the real thing like they can they can make it work right regardless of getting the information out there they could do a live letter and be done with it and it would be fine. But I think really- I'm not
2: going to lie. That. Not going to lie. If I found like a 2020 Fan Fest San Diego shirt, I would totally buy that. Hmm. Even though I didn't go, even though it didn't happen. Uh, my mom worked for University of Washington and some and Wazoo won the Apple Cup and they had these boxes and boxes and boxes of University of Washington champion t-shirts and they didn't know what to do with them. Well, she had a teenage son, so she was like, hey, we're broke. And I just, so I just wore, like, nothing but UW <laughs> champion shirts for a championship that they didn't win for, like, three years.
3: That's like, great. So,
2: like, I would totally wear a shirt I, for a thing that didn't happen, because still- that's way I- funnier.
0: That's the point, point where you start pulling the Bernstein Bears on them and be like, oh, no, it, like, it was at, uh, at San Diego. It was really great. They fixed all the problems for the previous one. Don't you remember?
2: <laughs> but see, the best part is that I've never actually been to a fan fest. And this is a recurring joke. Uh, in 2014, I was busy getting a bachelor's degree. In 2016, I actually was supposed to be living in uh, South Korea. I left the week before Fan Fest. I got back the Thursday before Fan Fest and was like, oh. you know, I do have a little bit of money and literally no plans. Do I fly to Vegas instead of Seattle, go to Fan Fest for the weekend, and then fly home? Because I already have all my luggage and everything I own. I could probably figure it out. Uh, Obviously, I didn't do that. But then 2018, it was like, do I want to go? And I was like, well, I either have to help corral all of the people at a wedding in Los Angeles. Or I have to go to FanFest. I cannot do both. And then the queue ate my... I died in queue, didn't get tickets. I said,
4: Uh... okay,
2: person, I will go to your wedding uh, I had to make the call between wedding for friend and fan fest. I made the wrong call. The wedding was terrible, but it was the thing that happened. Yeah, was there. Actually, she was at that wedding.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, like, make sure you tell them that. <laughs> I did actually. I lived with them for seven months. I was like your wedding was bad. They're like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Uh, okay, their wedding was so bad. Their wedding was so bad the license for the like actually getting married in the state of california didn't work they ended up back in the states they got a letter that said hey you're not actually married they went well that's unfortunate because she's pregnant question mark question mark question mark hey talis you filled out the form on themonastery.org right so they actually got married this year after i got back from nagasaki in their backyard and we did the paperwork in the kitchen.
0: That's a very 2020 mood.
2: I actually was, we were like, hey, that wedding that we all went to and hated didn't mean anything. Let's get married in the kitchen on a Saturday and multi-use this cake for his birthday and a wedding cake.
1: And that's why he was the most interesting potato on the planet.
2: <laughs> that was at that wedding as well. Firecats was at that wedding too.
1: Well, you had to have somebody witness it, right? <laughs>
2: Uh, actually, I believe if I, and she can probably, uh, confirm this. I believe you actually were. Yeah, it was bad. I, I believe you were one of the witnesses on that license. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it was a Harry Potter themed wedding. Uh, pyro Cats was a Slytherin. It was a good time.
1: All right. Anyway, let's keep talking about us. Cause this is about us. Damn it. <laughs>
2: but if I mean, it's true.
1: It's true. The, the one episode a year when we're allowed to toot our own horns. Or... Much. Kazoos.
0: <coughs> okay, I gotta take a... Yes! <laughs> Let's see, our second anniversary was yes. just before 4.1, so that was bringing us the first steps in Return to East, where we went to the royal city of Rabinaster, and also opened up Shiragane's
1: housing wards. That third, you mean, right?
0: Uh... No, that was our second anniversary. 2017? Uh,
1: like 2017. Wow! So we've had this house for three years now.
0: Thereabouts, yeah.
1: Damn. So, and so, yeah. th- is that how long it's been since you've been on the show <laughs> Fusion? I guess. Fusion.
2: Permit. New plan. It was 2017.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you you said you you that you, we were in the uh, the medium house otherwise, right?
3: I thought, you, yeah, I thought the last time I was on it was the medium house. I had a medium house. Um, unless in, so it was a time I was on where I just wasn't in the house.
1: I don't remember. I'd have to actually, like I said, we have 128 other episodes to go back through. And I actually did sign There's a, a few. There's one, a few but... to come
3: through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, That's... continue, Sarah
0: our third anniversary pretty much coincided with patch 4.4 that was the conclusion of the omega raid series at AlphaScape, as well as the domain enclave reconstruction and that That's was so also good. where we got to play ddr on the suzaku trial for the ah,
1: first time oh yes 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 yes
0: <sighs> i really like that domain enclave reconstruction i hope we're going to it get- was so
3: good Yeah. Mm -hmm. People thought it was crazy when I said how much I liked it. You could watch them make paper. How is that not exciting? That's fascinating! It was pretty cool, honestly. I enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was a whole bunch of really cool stuff that we got to do.
0: Okay. Fusion, back me up here. ActRaiser. Far better than ActRaiser 2 because there was the bit where you got to build up the little civilizations. It wasn't just a (laughs) side-scroller.
3: I, so I I've played one of them, and I know it was the one with the building. So imagine, and I, I enjoyed that,
0: it. Imagine you had that game, but they took out all the bits with the building, and it was just a side scroller sequence.
3: So it's just like every other Super Nintendo game that came out yes. <laughs> around that time. Then. And, and actually, yes.
1: I, I found that 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 uh, actual the actual episode for that one, and that was actually Luna's last episode as a, as a regular host.
0: Hmm. So it's been about two years. That's since a while ago.
1: She was on one between then as just joining us, but this, that was her last regular episode.
0: I was like, as a kind of guest host sort of thing.
1: Yep. She's been a guest a couple of times, but.
0: And it was just a year ago that we were uh, eagerly awaiting patch 5.1 where we ventured into your dark apocalypse with the copied factory uh as well as introducing new game plus and the gold saucers slice is right which I still haven't won damn it
1: oh yes it's very like, much. That must have been episode 103 great community by the way
0: <laughs> Oh.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah, Luna actually joined us on that episode. Wait, who joined us? Luna was on that episode.
0: Okay. So, yeah, apparently we get her like once a year or something.
1: <laughs> we tried to get her this year, but she was, uh, she was out with family, and uh, she did like a seven-mile <laughs> hike in a, in a really cool park, and yeah.
0: You can just make another family out of twigs and string.
1: Try telling her that. She will smack you. Would- you know she will.
0: I'm far away. I have, like, reach advantage, disadvantage, whichever it is.
1: We can find where you live.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you have my address. <laughs> Actually, it's, I do. In,
2: it's in Discord somewhere. <laughs> I can scroll up and find it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did think <laughs> about, like, Instacarting you, like, a bunch of random shit the other day and then texting you, like, right before it showed up just to freak you out. Yeah, it was. I mean,
0: like, honestly, I'm the type of person, like, if you did that, I would be like, yay, I got mail!
1: But yeah that, that episode was you me talus ruby and uh and luna and chili
2: that's right rubicon veil was here that was a big episode that was fun yeah I,
1: I, and that's why i didn't want to go quite as big this year um because I, as much fun as it is to talk with all of our friends it we just sit and go off on every little thing and you know how bad we are normally
3: <laughs> yeah, look how many tactics we hit this time. Can you imagine if we had again? A- again, that's how you know you're a real podcast. You go off on random tangents. Yeah. Four
1: hours later.
3: That's how. That's how a real prod- podcast does it. But
1: that was also the time frame when the uh, Final Fantasy 14 and the Pusheen uh, collaboration was going on.
3: So adorable. Oh gosh, that was a thing, wasn't it? That was a thing last year. <laughs> yeah, I okay. I remember that. Yeah. They've had some odd collaborations. Yeah. Yeah, they had just uh you
1: you guys had just uh, there released was like the, that the British packs. snack thing, wasn't there? Sorry, what was that?
0: There's like that British snack thing they did the collaboration
2: with.
1: Possibly. Yes,
2: uh there was some snacks yeah. from uh like Nando's and a bunch of other shit, and Chili was talking yeah. about it, and kept buying like, snacks all over the place. Yeah, I bought a bunch of the Final Fantasy 14 themed chicken from Lawson's when oh, I was yeah, in Japan. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had the that limit, break,
3: limit Break flavored chicken. Limit Break chicken
2: and like, all just, kinds of weird just shit. You
3: just know, like, like, somebody just saw Sokin's Twitter and is like, hey, we need to get in on this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just think the
3: recording studio at SE is just boxes of stacked Lawson's chicken from soaking.
0: God, I wish <laughs> eat vegetables once in a while. I worry for him.
1: The chicken tenders
2: are ready, to, are fry. ready to fry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would- cannot hear that song without hearing those dumb mm-hmm. words. Yep. Thank you, Klaus, for destroying andor yep. making better my expert roulette for like six months. <laughs> Every couple days, it was just like, chicken tenders time, let's do this. Uh,
0: but, like, he should eat a vegetable once in a while. He'll get some mac and cheese, he'll be alright. Chicken's a
2: vegetable? That's, I'm just gonna put my head into my hands and sob now. We had a <sighs> vegetarian that worked at a pizza place, and he asked, us like, can we get a crew pie that has veggies on it? And Bunger just dead ass turned to him and goes, yeah, there's one back there that has chicken. Straight up, like we just were not vegetarians, this one poor guy was. Ouch. Wow. It was, it was, we eventually were like, okay, what can we make that isn't a complete waste of product? Or do you just want to eat salad the whole time? He's like, I don't know, man. Like, this kind of sucks. So we discovered all the cool shit, like Kalamata olives and goat cheese. I mean, I've always
0: been fan of a mushroom pizza.
2: Mushroom pizza is great except selling it is really hard because everything is golden brown and dark brown. Mm, that's fair. And we're like, mm, this looks delicious, right? We're like putting parsley and like capers and like whatever we can on it. We're like, <laughs> no, this is still just brown. This is a 17-inch disc of brown. Am, am I
1: the only person who doesn't care that much about how it looks, just basically how it tastes?
3: Presentation still matters. Mm. It's a 50-50 not I, I, can't, I can't do green ketchup. Remember green ketchup? I couldn't, couldn't do it. I never. Think- Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And purple ketchup. Yeah,
1: purple ketchup too. Yeah, I
3: couldn't do <laughs> it. My ketchup needs to be red. I don't what care. I don't thing?
1: I just don't eat ketchup. I prefer barbecue sauce. And that comes in a multitude of colors, so
3: it
0: does. Like, I wanna try making like mushroom ketchup. Like there's lots of ketchups besides tomato ketchup, but now ketchup means just like pickles means pickled cucumbers, even though you can pickle all sorts of vegetables
1: yeah you can yeah because normally if you just say pickles yeah that's pickled humor but if you Piracats, say pickles i
2: need you to find a way that we can mail mushroom ketchup to sarah yes <laughs> no Pyrocats and myself make mushroom ketchup and mushroom mushroom all the time. ketchup how does that yes. work hang on so ketchup- well i can get uh redmond's easy like i'll bring some to you tomorrow it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to get it over state
1: two states in and, and, and just, into the Bay Area might be. A yeah, more I don't difficult. know how to get
2: to the Bay Area, but if you want to meet me at the QFC on 148th, I got you. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, so like
0: the original etymology comes from like a Chinese mixture of pickled fish and spices. and uh, it was just like kind of this flavoring type thing. And then there were a whole bunch of ones like mushroom ketchup or tomato ketchup or walnut ketchup. That was one.
3: I mean, if you can make if you can make bread out of like fish and vegetables, I guess you could make ketchup out of mushrooms. No,
0: that's a war crime. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: thank you, Fusion.
3: <sighs>
2: that was so good. I love that you were like, "Wait, hang on." I have a very sharp thing that I can poke. I know you can bring back.
3: And as Rory says, you back to the Inkstar Radio Food Show.
0: Misbehaving prisoners.
3: But it's uh, nutritious.
0: It's the same life, technically. Yes.
2: All yes. right. And I, I believe uh, we, in he's the chat. For if you're her. watching live, Firecats uh, just posted a the best kind recipe. Of it's good times. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> but yes, Sarah, there's a recipe up in 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 the chat. And anybody else who wants to make mushroom ketchup.
0: Yeah, I've been meaning <sighs> to try it at some point or another.
1: But yeah, I would say oh, I've seen
3: videos from this guy before. I
1: would say that one it's yeah, one of the recurring themes with, with our our show is the devolving into food talk at random times I, in any I mean, podcast.
3: Oh, I know how that goes. Anytime I get together with Happy and Sly, uh, usually at least no more than 20 minutes in somebody talks about food and then uh, we all end up ordering something in that day.
0: Uh, pretty much every Discord server I join eventually ends up with a food and cooking channel.
1: Yeah, seems good. I'm surprised we haven't created one yet. Well, nobody's asked me to. I yes, mean, we could. Nobody's asked me to, Does I should Does this mean say. I'm gonna
2: have mod privileges in it? Cause like, I feel like that would be how it happens. I think you already happens.
1: have mod privileges.
2: I have some. Technically, yeah, I can't the, Crucible.
0: Make channels. the Crucible has two cooking channels because one of them is for cursed food
3: crimes.
0: Because it was decided that that shouldn't go in the channel for good cooking.
3: (laughs) So then, which is the the Archon Loaf in?
0: It is in the Crimes channel, if I have anything to say about it.
3: (sighs) Did you see somebody actually made the Archon Loaf? Yes, I did see that. I was scared
2: and concerned. I I
1: posted it in in our Discord, and Sarah immediately went off on,
2: (laughs) War
3: Crimes! I just wanted to make sure that that Sarah knew that it was a thing. I just, okay.
0: I mean, people do all sorts of horrifying things. They exist. I am aware that they exist.
1: I kind of want to try to actually make Not it, I'm happy though. about it. And, and then we'll, no. we'll stream it, and then we'll, no. we'll put it on, uh, you know, we'll eat it, and I'll send some to uh, Sarah and Taliz, and... <laughs>
2: Just dry it out. We'll rehydrate it when it gets here.
3: Right. That's kind of bread for a PB&J sandwich. Is that our Oh, loaf? Let me tell
2: you. <laughs> Anchovy, peanut,
3: raspberry loaf. P- peanut butter, peanut butter, banana. Uh, if if you want to go old school, you can just do a little bit of bologna.
2: Can we make French toast out to of the, the fish veg loaf, please? get that point. Why not? Why not, just make- Sarah? I want you to know something. This is the reality that the twelve have abandoned. Just so you know. No, no, that checks out.
1: Talis, I want you to make French toast out of our con loaf.
2: So it's time for me to announce uh, that this might actually be my last <laughs> episode as a. No, okay. uh, <laughs> that sounds stroke, well, and the line has been crossed. Everyone so thinks
0: so... That, uh, that war crime loaf is hilarious until it's facing, the, they're facing the barrel of it.
2: Oh my God. I literally was, I was trying to come up with some form of like, I literally researched Yakitate Japan recipes <laughs> from the manga to see if he ever made a loaf of bread that used seafood somehow. Like, I got that deep in my. I, I got
0: research. the run of the manga. So far as I know, he didn't. He did Wait, not. No, no. There was there was one where they were like trapped down in the uh, cave after they had done the parachute thing and they had to make a bread that was using the fish for the pro- uh, to give the extra protein. I hate my brain sometimes.
2: Hey, remember when your brain had good knowledge? No. <laughs> so how's it going? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I'm loving this. I don't know about you
1: guys. This is good stuff. Not not only are we celebrating five years of podcasting, we're breaking our librarian.
3: <laughs> and we can see it live
2: <laughs> we can see it live here on twitch.tv uh, technology. every other uh, Saturday night
1: thank you Aurori uh, and Nick and Remix for making me. this happen
2: what you've done to me
1: oh we love you guys
2: oh my god Zara oh, oh. if you need a minute I totally get it but that was great oh. well I'm finding the thing because Despite
0: how much I hate it, I am a librarian and I will find the relevant information and present it to you, cursing you the entire while.
1: All right, Talis, I haven't yes. talked much to you on, on this subject. Uh, what are some of your memories? Now, you, you, like I said, you found us in, uh, you said Heaven's Word.
2: So, okay, I've actually told this story a couple of times on the channel. Um, so if you're new to the channel, you probably haven't heard this one yet. If you're old to the channel, you get to hear the story again. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I actually, in 2016, I got my first job teaching in Japan. And a bunch of stuff happened. I needed to make more money. Japan wasn't really looking like a good option. South Korea was like, we'll pay for your plane ticket and your housing. And I was like, "Okay." I mean, I've done 15 or 13 years of research on Japanese culture and zero on South Korea. I know nine words. Four of them are food. Two of them are vehicle related. Let's ride. (laughs) <laughs> and so I went to Daegu, South Korea with absolutely nothing but the clothes on my back and everything I needed to basically never come home. Um, I got fired on my second day of employment for being too high-calorie to date a woman. End quote. Uh, so what? I was then... Yeah, I got fired for being too high-calorie to date a woman and therefore would not be an effective teacher. NANI <laughs> This was a Nani the fuck moment. Nani the fuck? Perfect, there it is. So, (laughs) I then spent the weekend YOLOing, like, really hard. Uh, Bannon cashed in some hotel points, but not before I spent two nights and three days living in the Incheon International Airport, sleeping in the disabled bathroom stalls of the bathrooms after they had been cleaned, so I knew they wouldn't be checked later. And... Then I rationed Burger King fries because calorie for calorie, it was the most cost-to-nutrition-balanced thing that I could afford with my limited resources when my actu- when I got there Friday afternoon and my plane left Monday night. E. I literally walked up to the JAL mileage bank counter, handed them a credit card and an ID card, and said, Seattle, onigashimasu. And they looked at me and they went, oh, God, okay. Uh, a friend of mine spotted me funds. Anyway, I made it home. Everything was fine. But, I now no longer had a job. I didn't have anything going for me. Uh, Bannon was cool and let me crash back at his house because I was only gone for six days. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, I managed to get back, and I had nothing to do. So I was like, well, I never did play Final Fantasy XIV because I just didn't have time because I was in school when you know Rubberborn came back out. I guess I'm going to play it. So I started playing it, and then I found LBR. And then I found Musecast and Phoenix Down and a bunch of other stuff. And I really kind of fell in love with listening to the four of you chat about 14 and about the cool stuff you were doing as players and as people and how you learn to get better as players. I remember listening to an episode where Seo Mayo was explaining the Black Mage rotation mm. circa 2.4 or whatever it was. Three points. We had a great time. Like We had an absolute great time, and I loved it. And I said, I'm going to listen to this show a lot because this was kind of my form of escapism from the stressful world that was life. And 14 was also that. In that amount of time, I kind of rediscovered a passion for cooking. I rediscovered a passion for cars. I rediscovered a passion for teaching. uh, And I just always had Phoenix Down to sort of fall back on as like twice a month for three-ish hours. There's two to four people hanging out talking about a game that I love from a perspective that I don't necessarily see. Like, I love lore. I don't follow lore as hard as Sarah does. I do like the idea of the medium of podcasting and live shows. I'm not good at running one. Klaus is. And as a result, just being here was something that I wanted to do as kind of a form of escapism. And bit by bit, I was bringing in guest segments about the FFTCG when it first relaunched, uh, food-related stuff that I was researching. And I'd be on the show for five minutes or 15 minutes every once in a great while. And then when Chili had to part ways because of being so busy with actual work, uh, Klaus approached me. He was like, hey, do you want to hang out with us a little bit more permanently and just be here every other week? And I was like let me think about it over the weekend before i respond like my initial response is yes but i want to evaluate my time and i want to evaluate is it going to be like when i was trying to host a podcast where i ended up just losing two friends and hating every minute of it or is it going to be something that i can dedicate you know there's some weeks that i roll in at 5:45 and go and it's fine <laughs> and there're some that i spend days doing notes and every week's different, and every week seems to be work out OK. So I did say yes. And it was weird sitting down tonight for the fifth anniversary knowing that I was also a host on the fourth anniversary and knowing that I started hosting as a pseudo-permanent, later on permanent host in January of 2019. In January of 2019, a lot of things were different than they are now. And a lot of things that I've had in chaos, yeah, I can kind of thrive in it, but having an anchor point to really look back to that doesn't move, that doesn't go anywhere, is incredibly helpful for some form of personal growth and understanding how stuff is going in your life. And for me, it's never going to be employment, and it's never going to be a car, and it's probably never going to be an address. Uh, it's the people that I have around me. So it's people like Pyrocats who have been sticking with me for the last five and a half years. It's people like Klaus and Sayre who have had me as a fan of their podcast for four years and a co-host for almost two. So Phoenix Sound Radio has done a lot of stuff more than just, hey, this is a hobby and a cool thing I do every other week. It's like, no, this is a thing that I set my work schedule to. This is a thing where I say every other Saturday I'm not available after 4 p.m. and I don't care what's going on. This is a thing where I say Formula Drift is three days this week or three days this year in, in Monroe. Well, I'm not going Saturday night because I have a podcast. Like I set this as a higher priority because this has given me grounding when I didn't have it, and it has given me a place to come back to when I didn't have anything else. And it's not just 14. Like, I've subbed to 14 and haven't logged in for three months before, and it doesn't matter. (laughs) I know it's still there. But I will still be here on the podcast. I will still be looking up notes and stuff. I will still be in the Discord talking with Sarah about how to make fish bread and having a good time with it. Not actually. We talked about other stuff. But, like, having this ground to always come back to has been incredibly helpful. So I love Phoenix Down Radio, not just because, hey, it's a good show to listen to and there's cool guests, but it's opened me to understanding how podcasts work and how to really build friendships across boundaries that we normally couldn't cross. I've hosted and been a host on this show from two different Airbnbs in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) I have hosted this show from no less than six locations in Western Washington. Yeah. yeah I've not hosted wrong. it from Pyrocat's couch. I've hosted it from Gammy and Silverfur's couch. I've hosted it from uh, a friend, my D, one of my DMs. Uh, I've hosted it from her place, the place I was crashing for the last seven months while this room got remodeled. I've hosted it from there. I've been all over the place in hosting this show. And so whenever Klaus is like, hey, where do we host the show from? I'm like, anywhere. Because for me, it doesn't matter. I'm hardly ever in the same spot. So when I was like, (laughs) we have a camera. I was like, are you sure? Because that might be a thing for me. Um, I'm never home. Um, But it's been really fun to kind of always be able to come back. But when I look at what I was doing for the show in 2019, what I was doing for the show last year, right before I was preparing to move to Japan, what I was doing earlier this year when I came back and realized that I'd spent 15 years chasing a dream that I no longer wanted, I still have these two friends that aren't going anywhere. And I still have a game that isn't going anywhere. And I still have a ton of people in a free company and on a server. And I can can build a character on Crystal and play for 15 minutes and meet 10 people and have a great time. And when I don't log into that character for a month, it feels weird. That's a community that you don't get from Persona 5. That is a community you don't get from a mobile game. That is a community that you get from something specifically like Final Fantasy XIV, and specifically from awesome people like Klaus and Sarah. So thank you guys for everything that you have done for Phoenix Down Radio. It has been amazing in my life, and I know I'm not the only one that can say that.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Gotta put one of those out, so <laughs> And hit the microphone as I do it. Thank and you. I
0: just, I just want to say in response Yakita Japan, volume ten, chapter eighty three. Yeah! <laughs> yes. I love it. Is that where you found
3: it? I love it. That's where the thing where they have a fish-infused crab. House is giving this like wonderful speech the whole time. Sarah's like, "What was that damn issue?" (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: that's (laughs) that's That's the thing is that Sarah also knows that that is exactly the kind of response that I'm expecting. I know (laughs) why. why Here, I'm the
0: fullest. Yes, I can link you a scanlation. I can also take pictures of the actual
2: manga. Either way works. Um, I have some (sighs) cans of tuna and some anchovy paste. We'll make some magic happen.
0: Yeah, you just make some kamaboko. You work some of it into the bread dough. You chop the rest of it up and dice it as cubes. It's described as being like bread that has cubes of cheese in it. It's kind of a similar type of aesthetic.
1: So now Sarah's all in on war
3: crime bread.
0: I mean, okay. This <laughs> is what we do. <you> do? <laughs> on the one hand, was, you have it was it was free and open access to information. You are making me tear myself apart here. Um, this is what you have done to me.
1: You're welcome. And, and Rory in chat saying she gets upset if she misses this show. And we, and we get sad oh. when we
2: miss you, so. Who was it that, I think it was, was it Nar that rolled in on the last one? That would like rolls into the show like five minutes before we were done. It was like I forgot what day it was. Yeah, I think that
1: was the last time he was like that. Um, it happens. It happens.
2: <sighs>
1: and PyroCats saying they actually, actually have it on their calendar. That thank you so much.
2: So I'm gonna embarrass Pyrocats for a hot second um, <laughs> if they're okay with it, and if they're not, my phone's gonna light up in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Either way, I'll deal with it. Um Pyrocats is the reason my car is outside. Uh Pyrocats is the reason that I didn't sleep in a moldy storage unit for six months. Uh Pyrocats is an incredibly awesome person. So just saying, like my shout outs will almost always go to them. Um, and that is a lot of why. Uh Pyrocats doesn't that. play Final Fantasy. PyroCats doesn't play video games. Powercats literally started listening because one, I'm the host, and two, I said we were talking about music. Which so we're going to get giant, back to. Yeah, that giant block of music episodes is what brought PyroCats in.
1: Which we will get back to as soon as we do our spoiler cast next episode. Um, tis
2: true, tis true.
1: We'll get back with Final Fantasy VI. I just ordered Final Fantasy VII original soundtrack, so that'll be here in the next couple of weeks.
0: I went to all the effort to get that soundtrack to you for six. We better. You-
1: <laughs> no, we're going to go through all of the, we're going through all of them, you know, until oh, know. SE comes at us saying, Hey, you can need to stop that, which I don't, I hope they won't.
2: I don't think so. <laughs> also, youth- Barcats just reminded me, uh, when I was doing a prep table episode and there just wasn't anything food related that sounded interesting. Uh, there was a bit about crafting in oh, the yes. weird line that I didn't understand. And I got to sit on uh, Power Powercats' couch with metal combs and actually comb yarn and straighten it.
1: Ah yes, the worst and the best. <laughs> I remember that episode.
2: That was uh, no. that was an interesting like I got to look, <laughs> I got to take raw wool and turn it into yarn that they actually made me something with that yarn. I feel like it's something everyone should try at least once. It's fun, actually do I have one of my hats nearby? I don't. Oh, well. Uh,
1: this has been a good time just talking about the past.
2: Happy five years, everybody. Right?
1: Woo! Woo! Fusion God, Fusion, do you happen to have a uh a memory of of the show that you want to talk about?
3: That's a hard one. I know. You, I mean, you're you know, like, super, you're super busy. I'm like, when was the last time I was on? I can't
2: I, even.
1: I know you're a super busy guy. Uh, so, I mean, I I no, don't blame you for not remembering. Well. times,
2: it all starts. Here's,
0: here's, here's,
3: the, here's the way I, I, I have. I have a way I can word this. Um, having been doing this for as long as I have, uh, especially back like 1.0. Right. Uh, lots of shows have come and gone um and that's you know they're, they're around for a year if that mm-hmm. uh but 5 years you're still here that's a huge accomplishment absolutely huge that you're still here i mean you've you've switched around hosts i mean that's that's common right but yep. you still have those the, the the core people and then you know you have that third wheel that you're just you know looking for some life energy to train or whatever um <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean that's that's awesome that's a huge accomplishment even even you know two years is an accomplishment you know we used to joke around about uh you know hey wow we'll hit 100 episodes that would be crazy and now you know here we are a million years later so that's 200
2: or 300 it gets
3: this momentum to it
1: yeah and then now have you start talking about uh, pet food alpha as somebody <laughs> uh, on radar
3: in chat I think I think we hit 400 episodes on that before everything just kind of fell apart we had a, a our our uh life sacrificial third guest uh, that we put in charge of editing uh, and they just kind of flaked out on us one week oh no and until that point we had been weekly for like six years or something like that uh and it just it just fell apart after that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were, we, you know, we've tried to keep it going a little bit with Eleven stuff. Um, it's just, it's hard. We don't have as many people on on, on the team. Uh, They're still super active with, with Eleven. But yeah, I mean, once once you find that momentum, once you kind of get that, that groove for it, it's just, it's easy. It's so easy just to get together once a week and just talk about whatever you need to talk about. Yep. And I mean, you, you look at, uh you know how how it's so easy um to get a hold of like information now with 14. eleven was even worse back then and we were still there turning was, out yeah. weekly episodes for years there was no I info. Don't know how on we did it. I don't know how we did it in in all honesty. I have no idea. Like the, the fan fests weren't weren't streamed back then. Uh, it was just, you know, we were relying on on translations from people overseas, grabbing, like, the you know, the, the newest issue of Famitsu and, like, posting it up on forums and stuff. Uh, but now everything is just, it's just, it's so easy to get um, anywhere. I so
0: Some of it to being a dumb ju- in college or just out of college kid who did not really recognize that regular sleep and meals were a reasonable thing. That's something
2: that was going on with me. <laughs> what's a sleep? I don't know what sleep
3: is. Sleep? Uh, it sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard the term before. Uh, uh, it seems fake, though. Oh, the, that's the he- hecky in the bed thing. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Okay.
0: That's yeah, yeah, yeah. no.
3: why you're going to get your same, rough. Same page. Yeah, we're good now.
1: <sighs> but yeah, I mean, I will say, you know, there, there was a crop of, of podcasts that started up right around the same time as us. I mean, you've got um, She Heals I Tank, you got gathered together. You got uh, Maelstrom Radio. You know a lot of them are still around too. You know they're they're yeah. they're they're just about five years as well. And then you've got other podcasts. You got yeah, stay of the Realm. They've been Happy's been doing this for seven eight years, I think.
3: Oh, a while. Yeah, I yeah. can't I can't remember the exact, but at least since after twenty fourteen, TrainFest, yeah. I think. He, I think that's where he and Sly met. I I want to say maybe yeah and, and I could be also be completely correct. <laughs> yeah so I mean there are a few of us
1: that are have been around for a little while yet but I mean then there's the the ones like Linear Break Radio who who are gone now um Sequence Break has I haven't heard anything from them for a while um, yeah but I mean it, and that that's gonna happen in every 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 place they're gonna the podcasts are gonna come and they're gonna go um but hopefully, you know it. Depending on the circumstances, I guess I didn't know how long we were going to be doing this for. I didn't know that, you know, we'd be doing episode 129, five years to the day after, you know, we started, you know, this whole, you know, journey and uh, met so many awesome people.
0: I never thought it was, I never thought it was going to be like, oh, we'll do like 10 or 15 episodes and it'll fall. I was just like a, hey, we're going to do it as long as we do it and it'll be fun. Like, it wasn't, a, I thought it was going to fall apart. It was just, a. I didn't even think yeah. about
1: it. I remember one of the things that you said, Sarah, to do this is you'll do it as long as it's fun. Yeah. And that was my thing, too, is like, you know what? I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do this if I'm not having fun doing it. The, and
3: the second yeah. it, it it isn't fun for you, people will notice and it will affect absolutely everything. I mean, that's what happened to me. Doing PFA as soon as I got my my lovely uh, three thirty a.m. job working retail overnight, mm-hmm. uh, I was just salty about everything. I wasn't playing. I had to go to bed earlier, so I wasn't doing a lot of stuff in in game as much. And it was, it was. Yeah.
0: yeah, and like several weeks back, I was struggling with other stuff, and I just wasn't having fun with anything, much less this.
1: Yep. And, and I
0: took a break for a bit, and I'm doing better, and I'm back, and I'm having a nice time.
1: Yep. And I'm so glad that Talos was there to pick up the slack, so it's not just me sitting here talking to you guys about stuff, because <laughs> we all know how interesting yep. that it's, would be. It's so
3: important to have the structure in place to be able to take a break if you need to take a break. Yep. It's just that was such
2: a weird process to go from what's a Final Fantasy fourteen? All I'm playing is Warrior because I'm too dumb to learn multiple classes. It'll be fine. And then, like, four years later, it's like, so Sarah's taking a break and you're the co-host of Phoenix Down Radio. I'm like, excuse me, what? These things like, happen. That's a
1: big swing, dude. And that's actually about the time we started talking about music.
2: Yeah. Yep. We, 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 Which we... proved to be a very good topic for a two-person podcast, for sure. No,
1: absolutely. And, you know, for the fact that, you know, we, we, from the beginning, we didn't want to be just a Final Fantasy 14 podcast, you know, granted 99% of the news we were getting at the time was 14 related because there's just so much of it, you know, it's, it's
0: a balance a little bit lately.
1: Yeah. It's it's a constantly evolving game. So we get a lot of news about it, but you know, I've always wanted to talk about other Final Fantasy things and then when we had this opportunity to jump into the soundtracks, you know, we, I've been doing five, music Monday for a couple of years now. I think it's been Two a while. Years, a little more than, yeah. No. You know, and, uh, I just th- thought it was uh, probably a good a time to bring that into the podcast and let people listen to the actual songs that, you know, made up the games <laughs> that we remember from our youth, you know, the actual well, for versions as-
2: it's something as big as final fantasy like anybody that uh has listened to our uh podcast from i think it's like episode one nineteen or so forward
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh it's like okay here's half of the soundtrack of final fantasy 4 it's like what like it's huge it's massive amounts of data but the ones for the one and two and three were actually the most interesting for me because like listen to the notes Now realize that you're only hearing a third of the actual notes that are being played and your brain is filling them in because 8-bit cartridges only had a certain amount of data. Like, it's crazy to think of the incredible orchestral versions that we get at Distant Worlds and then say, no, this was one dude with a keyboard. No, this was one dude with a synthesizer in 1988 in an office building in Shinjuku. And he made 14 tracks and crammed them into a game with a job system. Like, like it was incredible with the stuff we got to listen to and the history that we've had. Mm-hmm. But then we push that forward into podcasts like this. We want to have it be about final fantasy. Well, we have everything from everything was programmed by Nacer. You did your best. Most of the spells don't work. That's okay. And then final fantasy 15 exists. And then the seven remake exists. And then 14 keeps getting expansions and there's fan fests and 11 has new content after 19 years. And you can and carry a water started-
1: bucket again. What?
2: <laughs> on your phone. What? Like we started appearing in front of a castle for no apparent reason. That's what we started with. And now we're carrying buckets on your iPad, my phone, his switch, and that dude's PS4. Right. Together Trading. at midnight thirty across the planet. Well, across the country, I guess. Like I
0: it's I've awesome. said it before, but just one other thing, talking about the whole idea of like, hey, you have this thing where it's only actually playing like a third of the notes, but you're, it's, your brain is filling all these details, and it's like evoking this thing. I've said it a couple times, like, I go back and I look at the original Final Fantasy VII, and it's like, this doesn't look anything like I remember. Like, when I think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, those are the things, but when I remember it, it's not quite like, but when I play the remake, it's like, this looks like what my memories are. And that's the, okay, whatever they actually had, they managed to evoke and convey this bigger thing mm-hmm. such that that's the image I got in my brain.
1: Yep, And that's why we're still here.
2: When I get to explain to somebody what the King Mog fight is like, and I play the song while I'm explaining it, I don't see the numbers. I don't see square, triangle, circle, cross. One, two, three, four, five, target to ignore, um, A and B. I don't see any of that when I'm thinking about it in my head. But when it's current, when we're on cue, when we're on eye level, yeah, i have to see all of that or we're not getting through it. <laughs> but when we think about it in retrospect, and we talk to other people about it, and we remember it, we'd be like, no, no, there was five of us, we had to kill him in order, and the palm burner was super annoying, and there was a song playing that gave us lyrical cues, and it was great. <laughs> and then you get in there, and it's just nothing but HUD shit just everywhere. <laughs> like, there's nothing fun about it. See, every time a... I do Muggle Mug
3: now, all I can think about is Koji and his, his wonderful oh, the, solo the performance hats. at Fanfare. <laughs> <the fans>.
4: <laughs> With the freaking hats! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yep>. <laughs> uh
2: a friend of mine had the YouTube video where um Sokin was doing or was doing the wah, 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 automatone thing on his head and then it, that of course got pulled. I asked her to message it to me. She messaged it to me on Facebook and like a week later I went back to download it locally and it was gone. And I was like, what happened to that? She's like, I don't know. I did share it though. Like Facebook oh managed to pull of, it. Like,
3: it. that's actually bad. off of uh I think it's from the Stormblood uh OST. It was like a bonus video or something.
2: I know hers so- was like dead ass cell phone footage from. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah.
3: And they pulled hers. Hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah I got,
4: have a friend him. who's Go
0: going through Stormblood now and was getting annoyed at Yangshan. And I was like, here, let me send you this and you can think of that whenever you hear it. And he was like, <laughs> I mind that, like-
3: And that's funny too. And you know what? What really sold Yangshan for me was uh, Orchestra 2. Mm. Because Yangshan leads into uh Tsukiyomi's theme and i never realized that the two were the same until i heard that and yeah. i was just like like yeah so if good. you look
0: at like the titles of the track the youngster music depending on night or day is a father's pride or a mother's pride and then wayward daughter
1: yeah just yep. the amount of thought that gets put into the music in this game and all the final fantasy games is just mind-blowing
3: They've come such a long way. I can still remember, like, the, the gosh, was it like the either the 1.0 or like the launch ARR, like little mini albums they would put on iTunes and they had to like pull it and rename the files like two or three times because the names kept getting messed up.
2: Yeah. And like back oh. in the day, it was Town One, t- yeah. t- Town Two was like six Heck tracks in my later. day. Yeah. And now it's like. Wait, we're titling tracks about plot elements that aren't spoilers for people that haven't reached the story yet. And we're doing it across five languages.
1: This is crazy. It's crazy. That's it's insanely
2: difficult. I have
1: no idea how we're going to handle the uh, Final Fantasy 14 soundtracks. <laughs> I just don't. Five
2: tracks every show for all of 2021 <laughs> and 2022.
3: And twenty twenty five. <laughs> yeah, like, through. Yeah, that, 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 okay, and sprinkle in sixteen somewhere in there.
0: Oh, yeah, there's it, a freaking Moby Dick reference in the track title for the Bismarck fight. <laughs> Whoa, that is madness. That's from Moby Dick.
2: Thanks, localization.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it.
2: Oh, localization loves their job. They're literally just oh, like. Yeah. Here's a Japanese-to-English dictionary, $45,000, you can work from home and drink beer in the middle of the day. Fucking well, YOLO the, and
3: everything goes. the, the name of the, the Ifrit quest. If it bleeds, we can kill it.
0: You have selected Regicide.
3: It is a wonderful, wonderful little musical number on YouTube from Predator. Wake me bleeds, up before you, Gomorro.
2: <laughs> Wake me yeah. before you, Gomero. Um... Okay, I am seriously wondering for the
0: uh Shadowbringers Hildebrand quest if they will manage to match the density of Simpsons references from
3: Storm. We'll, if we'll even get them. I don't I'm I'm I don't know definitely, dude. Yeah. Like it's, we yeah. we actually had talked to uh one of one of our first interviews with Koji was actually like, how do you come up with the names for some of the these things? He goes, uh yeah, so, like, if I, if I have a night, and I know, like, the next day of work is going to be a lot of naming things, I'll just, like, go on, like, IMDB and stuff, and just, like, look at things. And, you know, maybe just go through, like, a list of, like, old, like, 80s songs or whatever. That's how we get, like, I just died in your six arms tonight. And that's, that's how they do it. That's, the song of art
0: of fallen scenes. That's taken from, like, the King Killer Chronicle, like, one of the side books.
2: I swear there was the quest that was, you're the best dot 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 around, like at one point as well. But it had
3: a couple of uh, of Hamilton uh, references. Uh, like, yeah, there's you you might be, actually. Uh, we have a page on the wiki that has all those kind of like pop culture <laughs> references for quests.
0: Talus, I'll, I'll have to find have that. Challenge log bonus, you're the hest around.
2: Yep, you're the hest around. Mm-hmm. That might be the one I'm thinking yep. about it. Because mm. I see it often enough, because every once in a while I'll be leveling something. <sighs> uh, but yeah, it's. There's a lot of really good music references. Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, Seal Kiss from a Rose references yep. It for a while. Like, a uh, whole quest line for it. Uh, my Power, My Pleasure, My night Pain night. was another one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. As much as I'd love to continue doing this, we're we're almost at three hours.
2: Holy crap. We are past three hours, my dude. So well, honestly, no. I, I think we're hitting four, aren't we? Well, no,
1: no, for just the episode, we're at two hours 56. Oh, that's right. That's right. We've been here. We've, we, we were here on on our head attempts. We can get all this set up for you guys, but uh, the podcast we've been doing for uh, three hours now. So I think we're going to have to put a pin in this and just say that five years of podcasting does something to you. (laughs) Most of it's good. Most of it.
3: Yeah. Most.
1: I mean, we're still doing it every, every other week here at switch. TV slash Phoenix on radio. And we love all of you. So um, you're you guys watching us live or on the podcast? You're the reason that we do it, and we hope you continue to listen to us far into the future for as long as we can keep doing it.
3: <laughs> du, 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 so thank du, du. you.
0: You're the inspiration and
3: demonetized.
1: Oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah's so <I> like <laughs> singing this to like a, a jar of fish paste next to like a, a platform <laughs>
0: Okay. I mean, anchovy paste will absolutely heighten the amount like it's fine. Just not in bread, but you need it for your Caesar dressing.
3: And
1: These that's going to do it for size. this episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts, YouTube, or whatever your favorite podcatcher is. And if possible, leave us a rating or review. It does help other people find our podcast and lets us know how you uh, think we're doing. If you really like this show, you can consider subscribing to us here at twitch.tv slash radio and get access to a whole bunch of subscriber emotes and badges. Um, or you can be like our amazing friend Aurori Fenrir, our... Uh, uh, what are we calling her? Our um,
2: Benevolent Overlord? Benevolent like Overlord,
1: that. thank you. <laughs> um, and support us out on patreon.com slash phoenixdownradio. All proceeds go towards growing the show, cover hosting costs, cameras, upgrades, things like that. The things that make this show just a little bit better. Um, but any kind of support, whether it's emails, likes, tweets, or retweets, anything like that, it's always greatly appreciated. We love hanging out with you guys, and we uh, hope you guys enjoy it as much as we do. Um, if you want to check out the backlog of podcasts, you know, see what we've done on the past five years, you can go out to phoenixdownradio.com. We have all of our shows out there. Um, you can email us podcast if you dot com or hit us up on Twitter at PHX radio And if you do make sure to tell us one of your favorite Final Fantasy memories We are gonna pick three favorites uh, of ours and give them each amount for in Final Fantasy 14 So make sure to check that out um, Let's go ahead and do some shoutouts and Fusion why don't you go ahead and start
3: uh okay well uh again uh tell us about you you
1: know what you what you do and uh things that of that nature
3: yeah uh you know again congrats on five years that's that's huge um that's that's really awesome not a lot of shows can can say that they're that old um and so that's really awesome um you can find me on oh gosh so many different places uh (laughs) my own personal twitter twitch uh, at Rofldrg. Uh, I also am the content producer, uh, content podcast producer for Gamer Escape. Uh, probably a fair chance that you know about us already, but if not, uh, gamerscape.com. We do reviews, we just do a news, website. we have the wiki. Uh, we also uh, just launched our uh, Marvel's Avengers wiki, which is up now. Uh, so if you're playing that, that's uh, hopefully a resource that you can use. Um, we do uh, A3 radio podcast uh, every Saturday at noon Pacific. Uh, unless uh people get injured or my fridge stops working in which case we <laughs> don't do one that week and then we'll probably be on the next saturday so uh hopefully next saturday nothing goes wrong uh and we'll be live over uh on uh, twitch.tv slash gamerscape
1: thank you again for joining us on this uh this um, episode um you're one of the reasons why we're doing this as well so thank you um we appreciate your time and, uh, hope everything goes well with your fridge and your co-hosts.
2: <laughs> we hope everything goes well with your fridge. Oh, and the people you know as well. That's a <laughs> so weird out-of-context line. People here! I mean, have you been on the show? <laughs>
1: Hashtag Klaus out of context, right? Oh,
2: Talos? God. Uh, shout-out, Step 1 Pyrocats, of course, uh, <laughs> Number for one. being rad and awesome uh also shout outs to bandon maelstrom off of hyperion for letting me move back into his house after being gone for seven months um it's my first podcast back in the house that i was in when i first started podcasting with you guys um shout outs to klaus and sarah for being amazing friends and being amazing people and helping me through a bunch of emotional and personal and logistical and financial and every other possible problem I could have had in the last year and a half, you guys have been there and it's been incredibly nice. Um, So thank you guys Uh, for anybody that wants to message me, bother me, send me pictures of dumb food that you make, and I can respond by sending you dumb pictures of food that I make. You can find me on Twitter at Tals Marvelous T-A-L-I-Z Marvelous. I actually post more on Instagram. You can find me there at Marvelous Tofu. I post some things that are tofu related and a lot of things that are car related.
1: But they're all marvelous.
2: All of them.
1: Awesome, us, Thank you. Sarah.
0: Uh, so, shout-outs to, of course, my co-hosts. Like, you guys are the ones who keep making this really fun to do and keep me going, so love you very much. And our loyal listeners, you keep coming back, and I'm not 100% sure why, but, you know, we're just kind of going with it at this point.
1: It's the dumpster fire that keeps going, so.
0: <laughs> oh, like an ever-burning trash fire. yes anyways uh also shout outs to one of my uh colleague librarians robert who has been very good about reminding me to advocate for myself and not just let all the tech duties get thrown onto me uh finding people who will encourage you to like stand up for yourself and make sure you get taken care of is an awesome thing and i encourage you all to seek that out in your life
1: absolutely uh you
0: can find me on twitter at ff14 sayer that's ff X I V S E Y R R where I'll typically post random things that I ended up cooking uh, or occasionally not as much posts from the library, what with the library building being closed these days, but occasional rants about intellectual freedom related stuff. You can also find me on the discord server, which I'm paying attention to most of the time. I love chatting with folks. I will talk with you about pretty much anything.
1: Cause now is the time to do it.
0: Everyone's so bored. He's not
1: wrong. And I want to shout out fusion for joining us. Thank you so much again. Um, it's awesome to always have you on here, even though you decided to leave Hyperion, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. I mean. Gilgamesh yeah. has a lot of lot of content creators and there's a lot of stuff going on over there. So
3: can't, I can't... It's, it, it really it boiled down to... It's a lot of people that I actually end up meeting and hanging out with a lot at FanFests. That's really... Uh, so, you know, more IRL people I know and so... No, I, I I'm just... Just gotta give you some shit. It was cause... hard. I I miss my medium house so much. You have no idea. That's the biggest reason why I'm not gonna leave Hyperion is Cause I got a medium handle. I had, the, and one, a large, I had so... the one. I had the one. in in the in the goblet, like right next to the water. I had my own like personal pool.
2: Oh damn,
3: that's harsh. And now I'm on I'm on the beach in Chirugane. Like the regular beach or the secret sex beach? No, not the. That's just the normal beach. But I have my own little little hut. Kind of next to the house, <laughs> in the okay, sand.
0: Right, so. clearly, a secret sex speech in Shirogane. It's not even that much of a secret. Like, why are you laughing? That's just so why
3: is it called a secret if it's not a secret?
0: Because that makes it more taboo. And
3: I feel sexy. like I feel like somebody broke the first rule of secret sex speech. are <laughs> not
0: talking so about so you're secret, talked sex about speech.
3: secret sex beach,
0: right? Yeah, like. The point is for everyone to know that exists, but to not talk about it. So you've got like that sexy taboo going on.
3: So, so that you go on your five-year-old podcast and talk about it. Exactly. Now you get okay. it. I don't know that I do, but okay.
1: There, Sarah. Now you can actually see me facepalm. Yay. There <laughs> we go. And for some reason, I'm going to gonna yeah. actually shout him out. And I don't know why. He keeps coming back and 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 we're not sure. He's he's like that 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 poor homeless kitty that you gave milk to once and he just keeps coming back.
2: Hey, the kitty
3: awesome. Awesome. came back the, the very, very next, next. day. <laughs> and demonetized.
1: It's <laughs> 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 public domain. Actually, it might be actually. Depends. I mean, there was a version done recently by what was the theory of a dead man, but anyway, um shout out to sarah
0: so and, anyways
1: no to to sarah and talis um thank you so much for being a part of this for keeping it going especially to sarah for being here for five years with me i i know that i have not always been the easiest to deal with in the past but you're still here you're still okay. sharing everything with with uh the people who love lore you're helping me learn more about this game and i really do appreciate everything that you do for this so thank you does
0: that look like a heart <laughs> yes that looks like a heart okay I don't do that very often. I'm not a tween girl.
1: <laughs> you, you just play one on TV. <laughs> uh, shout out to Aurori, to Nick Narr to uh, uh, Remix for being amazing patrons. Shout out to everybody joining us live here at twitch.tv slash phoenix radio and everybody who listens out on the podcast. We love each and every one of you. Um, though the, those of you listen on the podcast, I don't know who you are personally, so come join us sometime so I can say hi and, and thank you in person for, for joining us. Um, and if you want to follow me, I am out on Twitter at phxdn underscore klauss. Um, I tweet about random stuff, uh, you know, with everything going on in life, there's a lot of stuff that's going out there. So who knows what, I, what I'll tweet about, but a lot of it podcast related too, I think. So check that out. So for our guest. Fusion X. For our co-hosts, Sarah Timono and Talis Marvelous, I am Klaus Neitbringer wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Here's to five more years, or more. You guys have a wonderful evening. Take care. Phoenix Down Radio is a production of PhoenixDownRadio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy 14 and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is a copyright of Square Enix. Over the music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash Guilty Gear Rocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by Guitar Wanker 90. Please check out their full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash 90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.